7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, everyone. And uh, it's a moment. It's not. No, this is a moment. Unlike the rally, which was a movement, which it is a movement. Anyway, well, it, I guess we're kind of a movement here on uh, on Turn Up the Night as well, uh, especially when we're talking about Donald Trump. And then, you know, we you know what kind of movement it is, you know. Oh, no. Uh <laughs> So anyway, uh, welcome to the program. Of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome, sir. Sharts are us. Yes, they certainly are. And uh, also, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Yes, welcome back. And a very special... Uh, well, let's do this right, everybody. It's not often he's able to join us on the program. Uh, but ladies and germs... It's the one and only Tim Caramel from the Tim Caramel Show. And I even added uh, Tim to my box. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> there's, there's a whole lot of stuff to unpack there. Oh, See? yeah. We're not going there. Sorry. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't know Kenny uh, had a box, Joe. I, th- <laughs> uh, I, I know. I know. That Tim's in it. That's all I know. See, <laughs> so yeah, oh. I could. I, 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 Go on with your bad self. I threatened. I threatened to do this, and I made good on my promise, Tim. <laughs> so <laughs> you are now. You, your awesome laugh is now in the cart. I love it because you, 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 you kind of your laugh. And that that was af- that was kind of like the laugh of disgust after Joe did something really heinous in the clown car. So, <laughs> so it's <laughs> a so, so good one. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but anyway, Tim, thanks for for joining us. And it, it's a very special occasion uh, that you are. Well, two special occasions. The first is that you and Rain were hanging out this weekend. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Well, you want to start rain or you want me to? No, you go. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's see. Well, the we started at the uh, the Stephanie Miller Mooks meetup breakfast at uh, Harriet's in the Hotel Harrington, right at 11th and E Street. And we got there, and I got there about 8.45. It was supposed to start at 9. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody was there in RE8. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I, actually, I actually got there before anybody else because... Um, Bob had a beer judging competition that day, so he dropped me off early. He had to be up there by around seven seven thirty. Oh, so I got there like I got there at ten of eight. In here, yeah, I was I was, I was about to out. give T 
Tim accolades for getting there 15 minutes early. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pretty packed when you got there, right, Tim? Yeah, and most people had already eaten. It was a buffet, so you just helped yourself. Oh, and, uh, okay. And it was like a you know prefix kind of pay and mm-hmm. eat. So, uh, so yeah, we we had breakfast, and Rain and I sat together at breakfast, and um, there was a lot of people there. We got to see Meow Goodness. Yes. He was there, and uh, so yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And then um, Stephanie showed up around nine, right about nine. Came in with uh, Carl Frisch and a few other people, and then um, so we all she came around and hugged everybody and said hi. And then um, uh, we ate. And then after breakfast, we all started the march. It was a little confusing at first because nobody really knew what, yeah. what was going on. And uh, so we actually went down. What was it? Rain around ten. Yeah, or maybe yeah, because at that point, at that point, nobody even knew when the speeches were going to start. Well, they, we knew they were going to start hurting cats, mm. but we didn't know what was going to be before the speeches. So, so we were only like a you know about a block from block and a half from Pennsylvania Avenue, and so no, about a block. We walked down to Pennsylvania Avenue and we started walking toward the grandstand, which is toward the Capitol, and it was you know it was a lot of people, but it was early and. And uh, so as we got down close to the museum, which is around 6th, because the, the stage... Oh, but don't remember, before was, that, before that, remember that was that one dude? Who oh! Was like, yeah, yeah that so, one dude was like, this entire march is being sponsored by Planned Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, I, I immediately was like, yeah! Right? <laughs> and then he was like... And he he just, said, the NRA hasn't killed any babies, but Planned Parenthood kills babies. I <laughs> don't think like, so. And so uh, Stephanie Miller ran up to him and like jumped up and down, throwing him the bird with both hands. <laughs> nice. You know my and, go-to uh, uh, response to somebody like that's that. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Yeah. Do you have time? <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of bird. This is the thing. There's always that one guy yeah, yeah, and it's always a guy. Uh huh. At a march, it's always that guy. And Probably I a white Tim, guy. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, whatever. I said to Tim and and our friend Pat, I was like, just give it a few minutes. It's going to be about ten Metropolitan Police Department officers who are going to be protecting him. Yeah, well, and and we didn't have the problem with people bringing AR-15s because you can't bring guns into the district. Uh, it's yeah, illegal. So yeah. for that. So we, we knew, and there were police everywhere. So if anyone mm-hmm. did show up, they would have been arrested right away. Um, but anyway, so they, so yeah, so we got down to around where the museum was, around six. The the stage was at Third and Constitution, so we were about three blocks, and that's when it really started to get packed. And they had these barriers um, on one side of keeping one part of the street open so that police vehicles could go back and forth, and so everybody was crowded in. And like I turned to I turned to, <laughs> to rain rain turned to me and we were like, why don't we get over out of this and go over on the sidewalk over there where it's less crowded? <laughs> so we Good went move. over there, and um, and we had oh and I forgot to mention we met a very lovely lady at the breakfast named Pat. Pat from Maryland. Yeah, she's from Maryland and she marched this and and she's she the one in your old. guys' video. Yes. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was seventy-one years old and out there marching with us. All she right. was awesome. That's, I love uh, just from what I saw in that little Facebook live video you two did, which was great. That was so cool. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't you know, get to see it live, but I, I did like it. 
we 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 didn't get any couldn't get any cell signal down like on Pennsylvania Avenue. I so know. we walked up we walked up in between the courthouse and um the courthouse is kind of right behind the uh, right on the other side of the museum mm-hmm. and the DC police department building there's a courtyard there and they and we saw they had these tents set up so we went up to see what it was and it turned out one tent was the broadcast for CNN the other was the broadcast for MSNBC. Guess and who the other no, tent was invisible. Yes. There was right? not tent for another news network that we all know. oh oh no <laughs> oh my goodness uh you're kidding you're kidding no i mean yeah, no, that's, I, that, I actually that's was, terrible I actually was very- thank god for fox news thank god fox yeah. news wasn't there mm. i'm so sure someplace else around the mall there was abc and nbc and cbs mm-hmm. but i i i'm i since saturday i've been looking for um, anything from Fox News from there? I don't think Fox is yeah. there at all. I think I, you got I, the crickets. I flipped on <laughs> to uh, yeah, I flipped on to Fox News uh, early um, uh, because I was watching uh, I was watching from home, and uh, there was um, uh, you know they were talking about steel tariffs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, talking about a bunch of other dumb shit, and then finally they broke away. So I think maybe they rented a feed from PBS or something, you know. Um, but it w- it's it, you know, and it's interesting. You were talking about getting cell service uh, there because when I was watching uh, I, the the um, uh, there both MSNBC and CNN both had a bunch of reporters out with uh, you know a, a crew with like a smaller camera that runs on cell technology now so basically i'm watching on my high def tv and the the broadcast uh, from the studio and you know you see whoever's sitting in in you know cnn or msnbc crystal clear broadcast and then whoever's on that that camera that that feeds off a cellular signal it's like pixelated garbage and to me right. that was so exciting you know it wasn't that bad you could see what was going on it was just very blurry but what was exciting about that was the fact that all those kids there and all the young adults and and adults were they were swamping the uh the cellular service there and they were sharing this stuff like nobody's ever shared anything before oh yeah it was wild it was wild and uh, and so when we walked up, up toward the msnbc when we we saw joanne reed uh, on set and she had a guest on and they were broadcasting and then uh they went to commercial and we had gotten up close enough where i got that one picture of joanne and the people that were in front of us when they were on commercial break break yelled joanne we love you and she like looked up and waved at us. <laughs> nice that's awesome and then we went over we went over on the side and i think the only reason we really got cell signal right there is as i'm guessing that they probably had a cellular repeater right there Mm-hmm. Like a portable cellular repeater for the staff at C- for, from CNN and MSNBC because yeah. we got really good signal right there. Ah, and then see. That Facebook Live video, and then as soon as we walked like like not even a hundred feet away, we lost it again. And so we walked back down toward the crowd, and it was getting really, really crowded, and a lot of students with their signs. We got a great picture with all these students lined up. We, oh, and Rain, talk about you saw the Parkland. Yeah, at at one point when we were walking back the other way, you know, because we did, we ended up walking backwards as more of the crowds were coming in. I have claustrophobia problems, so 
So we got, I did post that picture of all, I think it was the teachers. But then I looked to, I looked to my left and there was just, there was this big sign and, and it is on my Facebook page. And two adults were holding the sign and there was this, this and it was, it was a young girl. Mm-hmm. This, I, I looked at it and I realized, oh, that's a Parkland student. And um, her name was Mia and she had braces. She looked like maybe she was 13, 14 years old, maybe. And um, yeah, I walked up to her and um, I, I, I said to her, I said, I want to thank you for being here. And I'm really sorry that you have to be here, but thank you. Yeah. And, and actually... And we she, had broken she them was up. She was so young. She was so young. I'm sorry, Tim. No, I was just going to say we had broken off from the ste- the main people that were marching with the Stephanie Miller group. They were b- still in the middle of that barrier area in the middle of Pennsylvania Avenue, and we saw the, a bunch of the Parkland kids came down through the crowd. Yes. And uh, but we could kind of lost them in the crowd. So as it was getting closer to noon, when everything was going to start, oh, and they were pumping out music like great music and everybody yeah. was dancing in the streets and everything. So we, we, we started moving back up Pennsylvania looking for a place where we could not be so packed, but still see a jumbotron to see the, to see the stage and, and forget that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were, and, and actually rain, you, you uh, she actually tagged me in a, in a series of photos from the Washington Post that they took where you can actually barely see us in the in an overhead shot of the crowd. Rain had a big pink hat on, so you could see the pink hat. Nice. <laughs> I, nice. I'll find I'll find the link and post it tonight. But we were in picture number thirty three. Right. So at one, the police at car. one point I was like, We need to get out of this. And so I took the lead and and I was just like, follow me, follow me. And I was literally pushing through these people, pushing through everybody. And I, I, I think I had a look of panic on my face because people actually were saying, are you okay? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, I, yeah, I'm fine. I just need to get through here. And so we got to a certain point and I found um, a DC police car. Yeah. And I was like, well, we're going to stay here. I, yeah, put my, yeah. I put my backpack on the hood of the car. Yeah, they had oh. several police lined up on on this one street, and uh, and we got to where we could actually see the jumbotron, and and we hung out there. Cool. For, and and it started out, and those kids, let me tell you, they were amazing. I guess you they all were. saw it on TV. Yeah, but they it, were. Being and it, in the crowd. No, you in the crowd you met up amazing. with Sandy and Durwood at some point too. Yeah, she was at the restaurant. She was marching with the group that went with Stephanie Miller. And then we lost them. So <laughs> oh, okay. we lost them early on because Somewhere. evidently I I listened to um I listened to the Miller show this or yesterday morning. Evidently she was just walking like it was a power walk for her, and everybody was like, I can't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, she hikes them Hollywood Hills all the time, so you know, yeah. she's got to stay on the run from coyotes. But I'm glad that we. I am. I am glad that we um, kind of left because yeah. th- there's there's a couple of things here. I I've been to a lot of marches. Mm-hmm. I know Tim has been too. Um, these things, especially the big ones, they can get claustrophobic. Oh yeah. And um, I don't like to know that I can't walk away. It's a very personal thing for me. So. And sure. I'm, you could walk away because we huh? were 
you couldn't walk away. You remember we were jam packed in there and people were trying to get past us. Yeah, we do you remember we actually lifted the guy in the scooter? Yes, we had to lift this guy in a scooter up onto the sidewalk from the street because he was trying to get out of the crowd and he couldn't. I guess he was probably experiencing the same thing and he couldn't yeah. go anywhere. Yeah. And yeah, had, that's why we when we when, when I found that police officer's car, I was like, this is good because if if I can't get out of here, I can climb on top of the hood. <laughs> well, <the police laughs> officer, I like that. But <laughs> I'm not kidding. There you go. Those, sure. those two women, they were women police officers. They they would have been like, it's all good. Because they were okay with me throwing my uh, backpack on top of the hood. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we literally, a whole bunch of us, there was a guy who was just trying to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he couldn't, you know, at one person was like, well, go over to that corner because, you know, Americans with disabilities, you can get up on the ramp. And that wasn't happening. So we were all like, look, dude. We're going to lift you up. We're going to get you through this. And we did. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, That's America. we were there for most most of the presentations. Um, we saw after, we left, was it about after David Hogg spoke, I think, right? Yes. We actually decided to kind of back off a little bit. We were all getting really claustrophobic. People were yep. trying to get past us and it was uncomfortable. So we started walking away up um, up the street, away from the crowds a little bit, even though the crowds were still there. And uh and at one point, we just said, well, let's just go back to the restaurant and watch the rest on the TV, um, especially because um, Pat's knees were starting to bother her, too. Yeah. So we all decided that's the way to go. So we uh, we we got back to the restaurant, um, and it turns out some people had bailed and already gone back, too. And, uh, <laughs> oh, cool. And, well, oh, yeah. And she was there. It was, it was 800,000 people. That's a lot of people in yeah. D.C. <laughs> and... It, I mean, what, yeah. D.C. has 1.6, I think it, isn't it 1.6 million? Uh, I think the city itself is about 800,000. Oh, okay, well then that's the whole city. Uh, just if so. I could, could uh, correct you on one thing, guys. I saw on Fox News that uh, there were only like 12 people there. Oh, I, I thought yeah. you said it was 800 instead of 800,000. <laughs> no, there's yeah. a dozen. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. So. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a Fox News Chiron, Chiron clip that said 800 people at the march. <laughs> yeah. It said 800,000. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate them. Yeah, and, this, it was really inspiring. It was yeah, it was amazing. I, I, was re- I was really giddy for you guys when I saw that video. That was really exciting. And then I kept seeing people's posts coming through really on Facebook. I was just really happy to be hanging out with Tim. Yeah, who wouldn't be? I, I mean, be? I could have hung an out awesome with dude. anybody else from the Stephanie Miller group, but... I don't know if you guys know this. Tim and I have known each other for... We didn't realize this until we did the math on Saturday. We've known each other for about nine years now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I do know that you... Uh, I, I know that you guys are, are good friends and, you know, have hung out in the past. But I, I did... I, I actually figured it was a little bit longer than nine years. So, um, we actually because Twitter. Yeah, because I yeah, think we I, met through Twitter a long, long time ago. So yeah, and Tim and I don't get a chance to hang out like mm-hmm. you know every other month or whatever. But you know, he like you and Joe, friends. Like there's friends. Like there's no, um, there's no walls. It's just yeah. it's, as and, as in the video. I said this is my Tim. Yeah, and yeah, I and really, uh, I I really wanted to go, but I'll tell everybody what I did because i put my money where my mouth was because i said last week if you can't go 
donate. <clears throat> so on um, on late, <laughs> I think uh, Saturday, I put um, a donation link on my Facebook page for uh, March for Our Lives, and I'm gonna, I'm going to share the post right here. And I fortunately I, I invited probably about a thousand people to donate. Um, a thousand people did not donate, but I've raised well over well, three hundred and twenty-six dollars uh, for that organization right now. So that's awesome. So I put my Great. my money where my mouth was, and folks uh, uh, chipped in, and uh, and that's awesome. So there's the link in if on the Facebook uh, or uh, for, for the Facebook link. If anybody is on Facebook and wants to donate, by all means, go click on that. Yeah, and now, I don't know if we're going to get a chance to talk about any of the specific um, speakers. Well, I, if- I just wanted to say that um, we got back. We we missed Samantha Fuentes when she threw up on the stage. Oh, good. Yeah. Hey, we that. did miss that. Yeah, because we were walking back. I heard about it afterwards. I was like, wait, wait what? What? <laughs> and I'm but we got we to uh, but we got to um, we got back in plenty of time to see Emma Gonzalez speak. And let me tell you, when they had her on the TV in the restaurant. The restaurant stopped. Yes. And everybody was staring at the screen. And that six minutes of silence, you could, I mean, you could hear a pin drop mm-hmm. outside, inside. It was, it was, it brought goose pimples. Yeah. And you know, one thing that I was, I was really <laughs> impressed about by this, and, and I agree with you about Emma Gonzalez. She's amazing. And, you know, everybody was great. But what was really, great and refreshing and we can finally say to any of those right-wing assholes who want to say oh how come you never talk about chicago guess what we talked about chicago for a long long portion of the day at this rally we did a whole hell of a lot more this this is inclusive and it's, it's it's bringing up the the real problems with gun violence everywhere, not just mass shootings, but every day in in South Central Los Angeles, in Chicago schools, you know, wherever they it may be, you know, Baltimore, um, the vo- you know, they're, they're using this movement to uplift the people who, who aren't getting the sensational coverage of mass shootings. I, I would very much like to bring up Naomi Walder, the okay. 11-year-old woman. Or young, she's a girl, right? Yeah. Yes. Naomi Walder. I didn't know this until after I got home. She goes to this. She goes to an elementary school that's literally probably about half a mile away from me. And um, when when they had the school walkout a couple of weeks ago, I posted. I posted this on my Facebook page. A Guardian reporter was there saying, these are elementary school kids. They walked out, they all had signs, and they all laid down. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you all remember that, but these are children, not Absolutely. young adults. These mm-hmm. are children. Preteens. And, um, yes. And uh, I, I got to give a shout out because I posted that video Back then, and I was so impressed with it, my my high school art teacher told me that her grandson was part of that with Naomi. Now, That's if you all remember, I'm from New York. I'm from upstate yeah. New York. So, um, yeah, to find out that she was asked to be a part of this is amazing. And yeah. um, I loved that she said, I am here 
to speak on behalf of all of the black girls and black women who don't make the headlines because we're just considered statistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. She was amazing to me. And like I said, I didn't know that she came from basically my neighborhood, my community, mm-hmm. till I got home. And um, yeah, the fact that they had people from Chicago, from um, Los Angeles, it, it was inclusive. It was inclusive. It wasn't just a bunch of white kids. Yeah. And they and made th- sure as shit that there were people of every kind of color there. Yeah, and I not only that, but the, and they know they value they value that diversity. They value that strength. They value the numbers, you know, and not just as numbers, but you know, the voices, the number of voices, the the number of stories, the number of horrors that you know um, they they have to express to everybody else who thinks that you know. Like the the you know the fat white boys on uh, you know the CNN panel who are like, well, guns are the solution. No, oh, oh. Um, you know, guns aren't the problem. Guns are the solution. I literally heard a fat, overstuffed white teenager on CNN. Two of them, both with Nazi haircuts today, saying that that guns are not the problem. They're they're the solution. Well, and and, and they said it to two members that went to Marjorie uh, Stoneman, the, yeah. Parkland High School. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. No, what I was going to say today was that um, what I thought was amazing was uh, was it Justice Breyer who came out and said that we should repeal the the Second Amendment? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. which is yeah. Not necessarily where I am on it, but uh, I, you know, the and and I don't really think that's helpful to the dialogue. I think it yeah. should stay focused on assu- because that's what these people are all saying. You know that we want to completely eliminate the Second Amendment. No, I I would be happy if we could just get rid of WMDs out of that. You know, it, you want your pistol, you want your hunting rifle, whatever. That's fine, but you know, get oh, these. I would be AR-15s. happy if we endorsed. If we enforced exactly what the Second Amendment says. Oh, I, w- <laughs> I would be fine with that, too. Get them militia- militias well-regulated. I, I, am, I am more than happy that he opened up this can of worms so we can have this discussion. Oh, Cap points oh, out saying, it was Justice Stevens, not Breyer. It was Stevens. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to find it on my phone, but I, I couldn't right. find it. That's why Cat is, is much, qu- as quick as they come. Cream. So Cat, Cat is quick think? on the draw to... Uh, fix things for us uh what was that said briar is much better ice cream oh yes i i don't know i kind of like <laughs> I pierre's i kind of like pierre's because i'm a traitor to this country i like french ice cream <laughs> uh freedom ice cream uh, <laughs> uh but anyway well i'll tell you what we'll we'll probably talk about this a little bit later but uh i don't want to keep jody hamilton waiting because yes uh it with all of this seriousness and awesomeness going on right now i decided to book some frivolity on the program and that would be a celebrity rematch of what the hell is that sound uh with tim with tim and Carmel and of course jody hamilton who's coming up and uh, and the first question will be, who is this, this laughing? Matches. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Tim. So you were here for. 
Yeah, it's, it's a, a rematch. Isn't it is it? a it's a full on rematch. We just rebroadcast Snap. Two, uh, a week ago Friday. We rebroadcast the original uh, Celebrity Edition, and now this is it the was official pain, rematch. It was it was painful. Yes, because so. Rain and I. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Boom! Shakalaka. I still suck at this though. I do. Well, I've changed I'm it up. You. Everybody, you're going to be really excited. You're not going to want to go anywhere for the latest installment. Rig. What the hell is that sound? I've mixed it up a little bit. There are different kinds of questions. There are more points to be awarded. More questions, period. Only six. Don't worry. Um, but uh, it's going to be fun, and I don't want to keep Jody Hamilton waiting, so let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. host of the Tim Cornwall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. 
So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me on the program as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello, and jo- Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. How you doing there? And, of course, your partner in crime on the one and only Tim Coromel Show. It's Tim Coromel. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> and I believe if her mics work, if her mic works from, from the bunker, it's Jody Hamilton. Is my mic working? Uh, yes, it is. Thank you so much for joining it- us. Is it too loud? Because I can no, turn it down you sound, you, so that I don't screw up, you know, naming noises. You, you're, you sound terrific. I, I wouldn't worry about it. I'm probably much louder than you are. Um, and uh, I can screw <laughs> Hi, up this show just fine. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, so this is the big rematch, Jody uh, and Tim. Uh, again, celebrity edition. <laughs> what the hell is that sound? <laughs> God yeah. damn it! Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it the rules have the rules have changed. You. The competitive, the Courtney Cox version of Monica in me is really pissed off that I lost last time. <laughs> well, I'm really sorry. Well, that's a good attitude to take. God damn I like it. that. Why are you sorry? I You're, changed my you hairstyle. You and Tim are on the team on the same team. Joe and Jody are on the team. So. Yeah, you got Rain and Tim won last time. Joe and I totally oh. sucked. Yeah, and I shaved my head for this one. So So. (laughs) guess what? I don't have Jennifer Aniston's haircut anymore, so whatevs. Okay, then you're going to lose. Now, now, Jody, I hope you're not disappointed, (laughs) but when I saw your good friend Robin McCauley, I was only able to say hello to him and said, you said hi. But I didn't. I didn't give him a hug. I don't think he would have wanted that because I was kind of a. It would have been stranger danger if he would have. If, if that would have happened. Um, but no, he was. Oh man, he was so good at that concert though at Schenkerfest. Uh, his voice hasn't changed at all. He's one of those guys who you know whose voice will never fade. 
No, he's he's amazing, and I'm glad you got to see Michael. I haven't seen Michael in 20 plus years, and and I love Michael. He's such a dear and and uh, Robin. Oh my God, I just, uh, love that man. I'll tell you so what, ev- everybody who played at that concert, it was the very first time I could see any of them play. Uh, so because you know the Schenker Fest was uh, four different singers that have worked with Michael. Um, his uh, Gary Barden, his first singer, uh, Graham Bonnet, his second, who is like my favorite singer of all time, Robin McCauley, and Dougie White. Dougie White was there. And of course, <laughs> I, uh, I met Doug once. Yeah. And his, uh, his rhythm section, of course, was, uh, the legendary, uh, Ted McKenna and Chris, um, uh, ba from, from the sensational Alex Harvey band. I can't remember Chris's last name for right now. Well, all, all I can tell you is that Robin and Michael were two of the best bosses I've ever had. That's awesome. That's very cool. Well, without further ado, I would love to talk to you more about this sometime. We have a game to play, everybody, and that game has a stupid jingle, and it goes like this. Get ready to play What the Hell Is That Sound on Turn Off the Night with Kenny Pig. What the hell? And now it's time to play What the Hell Is That Sound? What the hell is that shit? All right, players, you know the basic rules for the game. The first two questions are going to be standard What the Hell Is That Sound? Uh, you will uh, be played two different sounds, and I will give you multiple choice answers. Of course, the first team to go will be whoever wins the coin toss, and I don't know who's going to do the coin toss, uh, uh, but I'll just say, Jody, call it. Heads. All right, so let's see. I'm terrible at flipping coins. It is heads. So Team Joe, right. Joe and Jody goes first. So I'm going to play you this sound, and then I will give you four multiple choice answers. D is always wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so here is here is the first sound. All right, is that A, a newborn Jack Russell looking for mama, B, a flying fox getting his pet on. C, a baby spider monkey in awe of a tangerine. Or D, Wilbur Ross drinking Campbell's soup through a straw. <laughs> well, I like D. Um, Everybody always does. So, <laughs> <laughs> My guess is the spider monkey. I have no idea. I was going to so, say it sounded like a coot. A coot. <laughs> you know, one of those birds, you know, have oh. you heard them in the water? They sound like Well, I was like going to say, it did sound like an old coot, Wilbur Ross. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, uh, what do you... Joe, Joe, I don't care. You just guess as well as I... Um, yours is as good as mine. I'm going with Spider Monkey because it's funny. I have a can of Coca-Cola here. <laughs> <laughs> kind of foop. Wilbur Ross. Bought at the 7-Eleven down 7-11 here. 7-Eleven Campbell foop. <laughs> Cream of I'd say, uh, I'd say, uh, I'm gonna go with Spider Monkey. All right, so uh, here we go. Team Joe and Jody are going to Spider Monkey. All right, here's the sound one more time for Team Rain and Tim. All right, is that A, a newborn Jack Russell looking for mama, a flying fox getting his pet on, 
a baby spider monkey in awe of a tangerine or Wilbur Ross drinking Campbell's soup through a straw. Through a straw. Mm, let's see. Can you play it one more time? Sure. Here you go. Okay. Um, I'm leaning toward the spider monkey rain. What do you think? But the, what was the first choice again? Was uh, a newborn, newborn, Jack, newborn Jack Russell? Newborn Jack Russell. And the newborn Jack Russell was doing what? Uh, looking for mama. Could hmm. maybe Stephanie Miller? Maybe it's actual mother. <laughs> 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 Stephanie hmm. Miller always gets brought up in this for some reason. Just remember, newborn has no eyes. Right. Newborn. I'm going to leave it to you, but that's where I'm leaning. You, you want to go with the uh, Jack Russell? I, yeah, I do, actually. All right, there we go. All right, so Team Rain, you get to guess first on this next one. Here is your sound. Is that A, a white-breasted nuthatch fending off a blue jay, B, a tufted titmouse tussling with a black-capped chickadee, C, a prairie dog warning of danger, D, Melania Trump tightening the, tightening the minivan vice on Fat Donnie's Cheeto? God, I wish it was D. Everybody d always does. But I'm going go, to go with the, the prairie dog. What do you think, Tim? Uh, can we hear it one more time? Sure, here you go. All right, what do you think, Tim? Mm, okay, read the choices one more time. Uh, you know a white-breasted white breasted nuthatch fending off a blue jay, a tufted titmouse tussling with a black-capped chickadee, a prairie dog warning of danger, or Melania Trump tightening the minivice on Fat Donnie's Cheeto. You want to go with the prairie dog? I do, but I want to know what you think. Talk to me. Um, well, I, I, honestly, I think it could be any of those three. <laughs> I know. I know. But you see, the thing is, I'll tell you why I'm coming up with this thought process. Uh oh. Is that I hear a bird in the background. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of thinking it's the prairie dog. All right. Final answer? All right. We'll go with the prairie dog. All right. Here's the sound one more time. <laughs> So, Team Joe and Jody, uh, is it a, a, a white-breasted nuthatch fending off a blue jay, B, a tufted titmouse tussling with a black-capped chickadee, C, a prairie dog warning of danger, or D, Melania Trump tightening the mini-vice on Fat Donnie's Cheeto? I have no effing idea. <laughs> Jody, <laughs> I adore you. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? What do you think, Joe? I like anything with tit in it, so sure. I would Joe, rather go yeah. with that. But I yeah. think Rain might be right. I was, uh, you know, the tit thing got me, but I... I um, Come on, we can all agree tits are awesome. Uh, yes! Yeah. I have a yeah. pair. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Trump has a pair. But anyway, uh, <laughs> listen... I All hear right. two birds. I hear two birds. Yeah. Uh -huh. I hear a bird in the foreground, a bird in the background. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be a cheetah. But I'm thinking, and I've tangled with blue jays before. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, uh, what did you say? A white-breasted nuthatch fending off a blue jay. 
Ah, see, there's the word breast. So and then there's a nut involved with the breast. So yeah, there's all right. that. Breast that's right. and nut. Right. And then and the next one is the toughest. And the next one's the tufted yeah, we, tit mouse tussling with Well, we avoid the tits and we take the breast. I'm going to so. go with whatever Joe says. All right. So yeah, you're we'll saying uh, the white-breasted nuthatch, Joe. Final answer? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Here's where we mix it up a little bit, everybody. Team Joe, you get to go first on this one. Uh, okay. So this is where we shift gears completely. This is, uh, here. Uh, Once house is that sound. That's right. It's somebody saying something backwards, and you can have a chance to earn two points on each one of these. If you tell me who it is, you get one point. If you tell me just roughly what they're talking about, you also get a point. Okay? So here, listen carefully to our first backwards subject. Tell me who it is and what they could possibly be talking about. <laughs> All right, Team Joe, Joe and Jody, what do you think? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Mitt Romney. Okay. Um. Uh, Pulling on his magic underwear. Okay. Ooh, like well, that. would you would you like to hear one more time before you commit to an answer? Yes. Yeah. Can we All hear right. that one more time? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna need an answer, Team Joe. I'm with him on Mitt Romney. <laughs> Um, but I think he was uh, leaving a press conference and getting into his car. Okay. All right. I have no fucking clue what he said with the magic underwear, but sure. So we'll. we'll, I'm with you on the Mitt Romney. I'll put down. I'll put down Mitt Romney press Uh and unders. Uh Uh, You know that's what I'll put down for notes (laughs) on that. Um, Uh, Okay. So so, all right. So there's your answer. All right. The same uh, clip for Team. Rain and Tim. All right, Tim and Rain, do you have an idea of who that is and what they might be talking about? I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it gets tough. I'll give you a hint, Tim. It's a titmouse. <laughs> See, see, we're back to tits. Yep. Rain, <laughs> you have any idea? Do you want to hear the voice one more time? Since I afforded that luxury to Team Joe and Jody. Sure. All right, Rain. Any thoughts? Francie in the chat says it's John Boehner. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> you can read from the Wait. chat and make your own determinations. I don't care if we you get read a from the chat. Here? Uh, Wait, if, who, I don't have a lifeline. I'm just on the that? Facebook. Yeah. Who? who well, Joe, you got to look at the chat. You can you can use that for your team if you want. I don't care. But oh, you know. I didn't say that at the beginning. Oh, um, no, actually, I don't. I don't think it's John Boehner though. What do you think, Rain? Uh, Rain, what do you think? Where's Rain? Are you muted? 
I'm here. I'm going okay. with. Uh, I was thinking, but I'm going with Anderson Cooper. Oh, wow! You think- oh, I heard, I heard a little bit of a woman's voice in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> and what do you uh-huh. think? Uh, what What do you think this subject might have been? Do you take care to take a guess? Oh, if it's Anderson Cooper, it's every woman who slept with Donald Trump. Okay, so okay, so all right, and really, uh, isn't Anderson Cooper like on the Who Slept with Donald Trump tour? Kind of. Yes, I think Dougal Stormy, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's that's my guess. Is, is that okay with you, Tim? Yeah, I think you're right. I, All right. You, when you said, like, oh, yeah, Stormy Daniels. Right. All right, here we go. So now, Team Rain and Tim, you get the next reverse uh, speech clip here. Jesus, Tell me who. So this one's shorter. Tell me who, who's this and what could they possibly be talking about? Cigarette Jam Norman is your One more time. Cigarette Jam Norman is your Talking about cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like that. And anything, uh, uh, any any idea? I'll play it one more time since it's so short. Cigarette Jam Norman is your option. Yeah, it does sound like he's talking about cigarettes, but he's not. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, Rain, Tim, any any guesses of whose Tim? voice that might be? Mm, no, I have no clue. I think it's too short. I really can't tell. Cigarette Jam Norman is your option. What was, was that, Rain? Mm-hmm. Alex. Jones. No, I'm thinking. It's too, it's too high pitch, right? Yeah, I'm thinking Louis Gomer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. But he's not, he hasn't been in the news. Here's a. And he sounds the same way. Well, that's the thing. Oh, I no, never, that's no. the thing. Let's go with Santorum. Santorum. Here's, here's the thing, Ray. Don't take whether they're in the news or not into account. This is what I'm doing is I'm picking out what I think are iconic sound bites from any, any given t- period in time. So um, one here's the, here, uh, here's the clip one more time. Cigarette jam, Norman, is your option. All right, Tim, this is all you. Um, Mm. Could it be the cantaloupe dude? The cantaloupe. Oh, uh, Steve gonna, King. Yeah, I'm gonna need an answer. Uh, uh, I'm thinking uh, it could be Steve King. Uh, it could be. What do you think, Ray? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Tim. Come on, give us. Uh, what, what are you? What are you saying? Your gut. Uh. Uh, I, I still think it sounds like Louis Gomer. <laughs> All right, let's go with that. All right, do you th- have any idea what he might be talking about? Maybe a border wall? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, uh, that was Steve King did the border wall thing you know, okay. on the House floor. Well, you never know with these jagoffs. Uh, all right. <laughs> All right, so Gomert Border Wall, that's your answer. Here we go uh, to uh, Team Joe and Jody. Cigarette Jam Norman is your option. Do you have any idea who it could be? Hmm. The cigarette-smoking man from the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, but no. Because cigarettes, we got to remember this is backwards. So you gotta oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. C- cigarettes. Um, sad. Oh, I know who that is. Who? That's Donald Trump. You you want to hear it one more time and then I'll get a final answer from yeah. you? Yeah. Cigarette Jam Norman is your option. All right. 
What is it? Miss Donald Trump um, saying, "You're the puppet. You're the puppet." <laughs> <laughs> Donald what Trump at the, uh, talking about the Miss Universe contest. <laughs> so, do you, are you both agreed that it's Trump? I'm going to go with you on that, Joe. I think you're right. Yeah, I, and, I think it is. And the topic, you guys want to um, uh, take a guess at what the topic could be? Miss. Because Sim would be Miss backwards. Sim. Okay. That's the last word, right? So, Sim? Miss, what was that? Miss Universe? <laughs> miss Universe? Miss- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> moving on. Here is category category three. Okay, guys, is, I'm drinking. I'm drinking non-alcoholic wine, so I'm definitely not prepared for this. <laughs> I'm drinking. Wait a second, hold on. Non-alcoholic wine. Yeah. What is that? Grape juice? Not really. I, I'm drinking oh, non. Oh, is, it, is it that? Is it that stuff you get in the um Cold the butt? section? Because I've gotten that stuff. No, no, I actually have to order it. This is a Spanish version. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm drinking non nice. non nice alcohol. Yeah, I'm drinking non non alcoholic beer right now. Um I'm drinking, so that means just regular um, beer. Non non alcoholic, <laughs> so good for you. Yeah, thank you. Um okay, so the, here's where the category shifts. We got we got to get through this cuz we only have two more questions to go, all right? And then I'll tally up the the results. This segment of the game is called Finish That Thought. All right? And you will have, I'll play you a clip and then I'll give you multiple choice answers on what you think the person says next. So, this is a, a, a goofy UFO guy that was interviewed by a local news team. Uh, I don't know what state it was in, uh, but uh, I found this and I thought it would fit our game. So, here we go UFO guy. Do you believe in UFOs? Oh, oh yeah, yes sir, definitely. They're out there, man. I seen them. I've been out there, Aurora, Texas. They got them little graves and stuff. Yeah, wow. I've been out there, and I oh, know I'm planning a trip. I'm planning a trip. Uh, we're going out to like Arizona or something, and figure something out. Or not Arizona? What was it? Uh, did he say next? A. Area 51. B. Air Force One. C. Pier One. Or D, Space Force One. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Um, Whose turn that's, is it? Uh, we, we left off with uh, Joe and Jody, right? Yeah, so it's Team Joe, Team Joe and Jody. I'm sorry. Can you play it again? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's long. It's long, but uh, yeah, here, here you go. Do you believe in UFOs? Oh, oh, yeah, yes, sir. Definitely. They're out there, man. I've seen them. I've been out there in Aurora, Texas. They got them little graves and stuff. Yeah, I've been out there, and I oh, know I'm planning a trip. I'm planning a trip. Uh, we're going out to like Arizona or something, and figure something out. Or not Arizona? What was it? Uh, does he then say something about Area 51, something about Air Force One, something about Pier One, or something about Space Force One? I I don't know how bright he is. Um, I'm going to go with Air Force One because I don't think he's that bright, but I think he meant Area 51. I don't know. All right. Joe, what do you think? 
Yeah, I would say Area 51, but he didn't sound... He sounded like he belonged on the X-Files. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to go to Air Force. In that incest one. family episode? Yeah. Um, so. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so final answer, you're good with Air Force One? All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, Team yeah. uh, Team Rain and Tim. Do you believe in UFOs? Oh, oh, yeah, yes, sir. Definitely. They're out there, man. I've seen them. I've been out there in Aurora, Texas. They got them little graves and stuff. Yeah, I've been out there, and I don't know, I'm planning a trip. I'm planning a trip. Uh, we're going out to, like, Arizona or something and figure something out. Or not Arizona. What was it? How uh, was it? A- Area 51, Air Force One, Pier One, or Space Force One? Uh, Rain, Tim, what do you say? I think uh, I, I, great minds think alike. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're not going to agree with us. <laughs> no. Oh, dear. Say Air Force One, but because you guys said Air Force One, I think we should say Pier One because it's got to be one of the two because he doesn't sound like <laughs> the brightest, the brightest uh, or sharpest knife in the door, maybe. <laughs> the brightest candle in the menorah, as Adam Hebert likes to say. Uh, what do you think, Rain? I got to disagree with you, Tim. That's that. I, I think he meant Area 51. Well, I think he that's what he meant. About, he was talking about Arizona. I know that. I yeah. know that's what he meant. And he meant. was like Arizona and Area and Area Zona 51. I, I, he sounds like he's high to begin with. Yeah. But he do you is. think? He, yes. Do you I think he said? That. So what do you think, Rain? Area 51, Air Force One, Pier One, or Space Force One? I, th- look, this guy. This guy is too dumb to know what Pier One is. Okay. <laughs> So what do you think I, it is? I really is? feel strongly about this. He doesn't he doesn't go to malls. He doesn't go to strip malls. I really do feel like Area 51. All right, if you want to go with that, I'll go with you. All I, right. All right. Final answer? I'll buy you dinner if we lose. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> we, we got we to keep trucking here. This is the last one. Um, here is, uh, t- so Team Rain and Joe, uh, here's Alex Jones. Yes. Two plus two equals whatever you say, because you talk with a condescending voice. Come here. I count Dracula to Von Helsing. Come here. I did not say that. Come here. You have a strong will for one who's only lived one life. I mean, you think that stuff really works on me? Okay, so after that, does Alex Jones make a movie reference to Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars? A. B. Professor X from the X-Men. C. Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Or D. Stormy Daniels from Porking with Pride 2. <laughs> hey, don't, re- don't disparage Porky's 2. Uh, no, it's pork, Porking with Pride. Porking with oh, Pride. Yes. That one. I yeah. only saw the first one. So yeah. I, I didn't see I heard the, the sequel. sequel's just terrible. So <laughs> was that you know, that was in the Make America Horny Again uh series, right? I actually went I to so, IMD, yes. I went to IMDB to pick out uh a Stormy Daniels film and uh, Susan advised me against picking Toxic Come Load 6. So Oh uh, no. Hey, you know what though? The fourth oh. one was a reboot. <laughs> See? <Yeah. laughs> All right. So so did Alex Jones, Team Tim and Rain, uh, was that, um, was he make a Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars, Professor X from X-Men, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street, or Stormy Daniels from Porking with Pride 2? Well, I would be really surprised if Alex Jones knew anything about uh, X-Men. <laughs> okay. Yes. Mm. He'd be one of the bigots like- probably, right? 
Uh, I, I think we have to go with the Star Wars. What do you think? I, that's what I was thinking. He just he just had like that snot load in the back of his throat. <laughs> he sort of felt like that's where he was going. Was that a toxic snot load six? <laughs> he was he was going he was going all job. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, final I'm with, answer. I'm with, I'm with Tim. All right, here's the Alex Jones audio one more time for uh, Team Joe and Jody. Yes, two plus two equals whatever you say, because you talk with a condescending voice. Come here. I count Dracula to Von Helsing. Come here. Van Helsing. I did not say that. Come here. You have a strong will for one who's only lived one life. I mean, you think that stuff really works on me? (laughs) All right. So, A, Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars. uh, B, Professor X from the X-Men. C, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Or D, Stormy Daniels from Porking with Pride 2. Because he's such a good um, voiceover actor... Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. Joe, what do you think? Yep, absolutely. Because I think his next one was whole, whole, whole Jedi. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because there's a whole the the part right prior to that. But Bob Seska mm-hmm. would know better than I because he loves the Alex Jones. See, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh so all right. How, how does everybody think they did there? I'm, Terrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking we didn't get one right. I'm thinking. No, you well, guys did. We I, got I'm, washed. I'm telling you. Yeah, we didn't get one right last time. Don't don't condescend us, Rain. So. I'm not condescending. <laughs> Jody. Don't patronize. You, I'm not condescending or patronizing. I don't patronize anybody. I hate patronization. <laughs> All right. Patronization. And there you go. Uh, okay, the votes have been tallied, everyone. God so uh, here we go. The, the first sound. <laughs> We all agreed on the last one, so we're all winners. <laughs> okay, that first sound, uh, nobody got a point for. That was a flying fox getting his pet on. Oh, my God, it was totes wow. adorbs. Big fucking bat, and he was adorable. Um, wow. Yeah, so nobody got a point for that. Uh, second one. Point goes to Team Rain. That is indeed a prairie dog warning of danger. So good job. Congratulations. Uh, Whatever. All right. The, Team uh, Rain and Tim. The first, uh, the first backwards clip. Uh, so right now, uh, Team Rain and Tim, one point lead. Uh, second, uh, th- this, this clip. This <laughs> Alright, here's that clip in the forward motion. Uh, making sure uh, that these kids have a shot at the American John Boehner! My God. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so I would have accepted the American dream talking about kids, crying, uh, that would have gotten anybody an extra point. It, well, if you would have gotten that it was John Boehner in the first place, but you both failed on that. You should have taken Francie's advice. 
Um, <laughs> that's cheating. Uh, this one, this one, uh, we did. Somebody did earn I one point. A lifeline. Somebody did. <laughs> I don't have one. Somebody did earn. Come into the chat, honey. Yeah, you got to join the chat. So, so you, you know, uh, or or you can get get your hubby to listen in, and uh, you know, have Lonnie kibitz for you. Uh, so, all right, the <laughs> next, the next one. Cigarettes. I'm all right, there was one point awarded for this one. Aspersion on my asparagus. asparagus. That went to asparagus, Team right? Team, oh my God, team it was Rain. Louis Gomert. Oh it was God. Louis Gomert. Congratulations, Team Rain. So, all right, two, two right now. So we went to border wall. <laughs> it was not talking about a border wall, but you still got a point for that and the prairie dog. All right, so here we go. The next one, the UFO guy. Do you believe in UFOs? Oh, oh yeah, yes, sir. Definitely. They're out there, man. I've seen them. I've been out there in Aurora, Texas. They got them little graves and stuff. <laughs> little yeah, graves I've been out and there stuff. And, oh, no, I'm planning a trip. I'm planning a trip. Uh, we're going out to, like, Arizona or something and figure something out. Or not Arizona. What was it? What was it? Yeah, it was Arizona, right? Air, the Air Force One where they found all that yep. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Team Joe, look at that tie game, tie game right, right now. Right, right. right. Sorry, Holy sorry, shit! Tim. You're gonna be losers. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. That's not a tie game. That you just guys. No, it's got not. One. They're still winning. <laughs> yeah, it's two one, two one. I am. I am sorry, so, Tim. Oh, oh well. Now this this kind of sucks because uh, you know no matter okay. what team team Rain wins here, whether you guys get this one right or wrong. No. Um, no. Yeah, so you guys, Joe, Jody, you guys suck tonight. I'm sorry. So, all right. So here's what did Alex? I'm not gonna play the. I'm not gonna play the full Alex Jones clip. Let's see what he was talking about. The fucking loser of this. I hate this game. Here we go. Let's see what Alex Jones was talking about. Your job of the hut. All right. So. Final score three two team rain. You win. Here is your prize. It is the Soundhounds jingle, of course. Congratulations to our winning team of Soundhounds. Take it away, boys. My apologies to anybody who has dogs uh, who's listening over speakers. Um, but yeah, you know, the thing that's the sucky thing about this is everybody wins because everybody gets to hear that jingle. So <laughs> uh, I'll have to customize this. So actually, I told Susan, I was like, tomorrow night, you know what? I'm going to send whoever wins this game a copy of Porking with Pride 2. And she's like, they don't want that. Oh no! I already have it. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh no, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I actually have Jenna Jameson's. Oh, I, I thought I was going to ask if you had the Blu-ray with director's commentary. So no. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we ran. We ran long. Of course, I knew that was, this would happen because I expanded the the this into uh, to have an extra question. Uh, and I know uh, Tim definitely has to go. And Jody, uh, thank you for taking time out uh, to, to lose. This. This yeah, I'm fine yeah. when you call me to lose. Fine, whatever. <laughs> oh, Jody, come back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you love it when I come back, don't you, Rain? Because no. I lose. Really? Really? Loser. That is yeah. not true. 
You're casting aspersions well, you on dinner. asparagus. Jody, hold on. Us. No kidding. Why don't you buy us dinner? All right, I'll buy you dinner, too. I'll buy everybody okay. dinner. Next okay. time, Jody can come back and be my teammate. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Now that Sorry, now that it, now that it's That's impossible okay. for <laughs> you to win best out of just, three, uh... <laughs> yeah, just spank me with a with a Forbes magazine. So. <laughs> yeah, it's all that matters anymore. All right, yeah. we'll save the stormy talk Drop for later. Why want to be spanked? But yeah, so uh, uh, are we going to have a lot of stormy talk in uh, uh, in uh, on uh, your show this this week? Uh, uh, I'm sure, uh, Jody, you're going to have a ton of things to talk about, including the march over the weekend too. Yes, I went to the march and had a lovely time at La- the La Cita Bar. Excellent, excellent. Oh, awesome! So and I met Tim how- Robbins. Tim Robbins, you? nice. I nice. did. It did was you get awesome. Frangela. Oh, I saw Frangela, and then we lost them. Awesome. We all That's met the, up, and then then on Fifth Street, we all went our separate ways, basically. Uh, yeah, there was a there was a little bit of that going on in D.C. as Tim and Rain said, you know, meeting up with people and then quickly losing. And apparently, Stephanie sprinted you know, like her mountain with her mountain hiking skills and yes. left everyone in the dust. No, no, she runs really fast. It, it, Travis and Frangela ended up together. We started with like twenty people, and then it just dissipated. Mm. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I, if y'all listen to Stephanie yesterday and today, um, the meetup ended up. It was supposed to be like sixty people. Yeah. It was way over, like a hundred, yeah. hundred and fifty. Well, that's ridiculous. great though. That's good. But we'll we'll uh, uh, we got to wrap things up so Tim and uh, Jody can can uh, go, and we are almost ten minutes over, and I don't want to keep you guys. But um, uh, Tim, uh, looking forward to the show tonight, ten fifteen p.m. Eastern, right after uh, uh, turn up the night tonight. Uh, you want to give a little bit of a tease or sleaze, legal sleaze <laughs> for the show. We talk mostly about the march. Uh, so it was, it was, we dominated. We had all this other stuff to talk to. We never got to it. So, yeah. Uh, but do I have time to give one quick shout out? Please go for it. I just wanted to say, if you have not seen, uh, if you subscribe to the Stephanie Miller happy hour podcast and you have not heard this week's episode, uh, they did a repeat from a, a couple years ago when Craig Shoemaker was on. It is one of the oh. funniest happy hour podcasts I think they ever did. And you'll nice. get the, <laughs> but <laughs> will Go listen to it. It's it'll you, you will laugh your ass off. But will we get this from it? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. yeah, I got a lot of that when I was listening to it. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, uh, Jody, any other uh, shout outs you want to give before uh, you take off? No, just thank you for letting me be the biggest loser. No, oh, Jody. <laughs> Boys versus girls next God time. So yeah. <laughs> All It'll right. be girl power next time, Rain. You'll you'll be vindicated. Yes. You'll be vindicated. All right, yes. Jody, Tim, thanks uh, for both being on tonight. Uh, we love you both, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye, Bye guys. Bye-bye. Love you. So, uh, all right, there we go. We got it. Definitely, we are de- desperate overtime for this first segment. Uh, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with a very abbreviated uh, third segment of Turn Up the Night. Right after this, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now... On with the show. Yeah, it was Arizona, right? Air, that Air Force One where they found all that stuff. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, where we just had a whirlwind event here. Wow, my goodness, that that was uh, too good for the internet, really, if you ask me. I don't think the internet deserved that kind of magic with the What the Hell Is That Sound Celebrity Edition rematch. And Joe, uh, it's Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the loser city. <laughs> i got to say this. I'm really I'm sorry kidding. if I've created a divide between Joe and Tim. <laughs> but Joe, of course, I, I kid. That, that, that was a lot of fun. I, I hope you enjoyed oh, you're, you're not. You're not kidding. You, you, I know. You're just being nice now because I'm a loser. Well, you know, and and you know the okay. the stakes are the stakes <laughs> are so so high in that game. <laughs> I, I know, I, and I lost. <laughs> yeah, I feel terrible. So, yeah, <laughs> best out of seven. What do you say? Best out of five. Yeah, <laughs> best uh, out of ten. <laughs> okay, well, uh, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington D.C. Welcome back to the program. Yeah, Joe, suck it. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. oh wow. Nice. wow. Nice trash talk now. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Revenge is a dish best Again. served cold. I swear to God, I shouldn't even trash talk because I don't even know how the okay. hell that happened. Okay, I do. I do. You no, got a little I don't. cocky there. Little cocky. Uh... <laughs> No, I wasn't. Okay, see. Now, now poor Brokammer. Poor Brokammer just showed up, and he's like, uh, "God damn it! What did I miss?" He says, "What did I miss? You missed the celebrity rematch. Uh, the the uh, for what the hell is that sound with the uh, uh, Jody Hamilton and Tim Coramal and uh, uh, Rain and uh, Tim? Um, they prevailed once again uh, in this in this latest rematch." So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we will have to try and do best out of five, or we'll just flip teams next time. We'll see. So, uh, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. I love and you, Joe. yeah, you're my brother. 
I, I know, but I, I'm a little hurt. Why? Well, why? Why? Be, be, because you know, us guys here in Scranton, we don't we we hurt easy. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> we do. That's <laughs> not true. Just listen to listen to what uh, uh, Joe Biden says. Um, so. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> gonna take you in the back and trash you. <laughs> gonna beat you to death. That was fun. Yeah. Beat you down, beat you down yeah. behind the gym, gymnasium. So, since me we, near the bike stand at three o'clock. Since we Be went, there. since we went so long, I thought maybe we would just jump the gun and do name calling right now. And Tim, as a consolation <laughs> prize, I could let you uh, uh, do that if if that would make you feel a little lift your spirits a little bit after that. So, <laughs> Joe, any thoughts? Oh. Oh, oh, me! Oh, I yeah. thought you said Tim. I thought I thought Tim left. Oh shit! <laughs> I, I might have said Tim accidentally. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, uh, you know. And again, like Brokehammer says, "Hello, podcast." I'll go back and uh, listen to myself call you Tim. But Joe, would you like to do name calling uh, right now? Uh, I know it's a little early, everybody. But what we'll do is we're, we'll 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 do name calling now. I have a birthday. Uh, I want to mention. Get your birthdays in now, and uh, we'll do open phones interspersed with playing audio clips in the next uh, segment. So, uh, here we go, Joe. Brought to Scranton with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top-secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, you'll have to help me because I'm going to do this with my can of Coke. <laughs> hey, Tim is still here. Wait, what? Hey, no. Tim. <laughs> you can just read everybody's name, and then I'll play Tim Carmel's laugh Tim is afterwards. Not really here, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I just fooled again. Yes. Uh, God damn it! Shame on oh, you. Shame. Okay. Can't can't get. We have now the Seven Eleven. I got this can of Coke, and it's for Adam Hebert. <laughs> For a bobber. So cold. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, man. Campbell soup. <laughs> Broke hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin Chris. Laugh is cracking me up. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Jake Holly. <laughs> we have Cat. As <laughs> Ken Senior. <laughs> Hi, Dad. We have Do Living in Long Island. <laughs> we have Michelle down at the Seven Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's probably not happy that I'm playing this every time. <laughs> It's, it's so Tim excellent. Left. It's such an excellent. He's, he's in the chat. Okay. Uh, we have uh, Nova, Nova Moonlight. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. President. 
<laughs> we have, of course, rain. I, I mean, your basement rain with a Coke. You and Tim are not in my basement. With a Coke. Nope. <laughs> I bought this Coca-Cola in your basement. Nope. Sandy and Durwood. <laughs> Scooter cans. <laughs> I love that. Tim says he's laughing his ass off during this. I'm glad. I love your laugh so much, Tim. This is amazing to have this. Honestly. There'd be no clown car without that laugh. Okay. We have D O J W. We have Tim Coramal. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And Trojan Rabbit. <laughs> oh lord that, that laugh <laughs> was great with Tim's laugh you know that everybody in the chat room is now going to be killed killed? <laughs> murder Tim's laugh I love Tim's laugh but there would be no clown car if there was no <laughs> Tim, Tim's laugh <laughs> see what I mean <laughs> All right, uh, so, well, for Tim, and for Tim, of course, uh, for, for being uh, on the winning team uh, two times in a row on Celebrity, what the hell does that sound? Boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka, and boom boom shakalaka goes right there. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, uh, that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I do want to, uh, I, I feel horrible about this because I don't know if I mentioned it, uh, last week or not, but Janet Lee is back on Southern Progressive Revival. She was back with us. She told her story about her ordeal. She went through, she was with us for the full three hours, um, on Southern Progressive Revival last Sunday. Um, I'll get that podcast uploaded soon for everybody to enjoy. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, it was great, but her birthday was, uh, last Thursday and I don't know if I mentioned it last week or not. So, uh, happy birthday, Jan. Happy belated birthday. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey, hey, thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I'm like, so happy she's back. I am, too. I really yes, am, too. Yes. We, we had a great, we had a great fun show uh, on Sunday. I'm uh, more than like, likely going to be transitioning away from Southern Progressive Re- Revival now that Janet's coming back and Wes has a new computer and everything. And I got to say, I've loved hanging out with him and I've loved doing the show with Caitlin, Chris and John and Wes and Joey and of course, Janet. And, um, but it's, uh, it's, I'm, I've been doing a lot of radio for a long time and, um, I, I need, need to reclaim my Sundays. (laughs) Um, but, uh, like I said, I said I'd be there until Janet was better and back. She's better. She's back. We just got to get Wes set up with uh, the computer and everything. And, uh, we'll go from there. And of course, uh, Adam Hebert, Mr. Technical genius guru will be helping in that transition too. And I much appreciated. Uh, but yeah, it was so great talking to Janet. She sounds 
better than ever. She sounds incredible. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we couldn't get her mic working, so we just had her on the phone for the, the call. But even on the phone, she sounded amazing. She sounded absolutely amazing uh, after what she went through. And I don't want to, you know, she can tell her own story. And, and of course, uh, I will make sure that that podcast is posted in the turnips so everybody can uh, listen to her triumphant comeback. And uh, we had a lot of other fun, too, on the program as well. So, uh, so yeah. it's uh, and, and, of course, next Sunday being Easter Sunday, there will be no Southern Progressive Revival because we all got we all got eggs to hunt. <laughs> so uh so yeah so that that's uh pretty much it but thank you uh everybody for uh uh, uh being okay with us doing name calling soon and uh, nova moonlight my birthday too oh my god i'm so sorry i screwed that up i didn't see it i didn't see it there here you go this is your birthday song it doesn't last too long Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. For coming to my birthday! Would you like to come inside for a cupcake and a glass of wine? <laughs> See? <laughs> I added something extra to it there. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I, I'm sorry, Nova. I did not see that. Uh, uh, I'm pushing all the buttons and stuff so uh i miss things from time to time so there you go uh double birthdays for janet and uh, nova and um yeah so I, I think we should just go ahead and run to uh the green news report right now get back on track when we come back uh we will you know we'll do open phones you want to call in uh but bear with us i'm probably going to play audio for you from things because we're going to be talking about stormy daniels uh a lot from here to the end of the show <laughs> so oh, oh oh yes yes and uh and it'll, it'll be uh interesting it'll be interesting so anyway uh let's go ahead uh hit that break we'll be right back uh with more turn up the night turn right up the this. night with kenny pick occasionally i get a jerk like you here so thank you kennypick.com it's Tuesday, March 27, 2018. The implications of living in the nation's oil and gas capital became all too clear after Hurricane Harvey slammed Houston last August. Hurricane Harvey's toxic legacy, much worse than publicly revealed. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt gives another gift to the auto industry. Plus, I will never sign another bill like this again. I'm not going to do it again. Massive omnibus bill has good news for national parks, firefighting, and a tiny village in Alaska. All of that surprising good news and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. This is all you really need to know about climate change. Number one, it's real. Number two, man-made emissions caused it. And number three, that's why women need to rule the world. <laughs> Man slam. This is your Green News Report. I'm sick of cleaning up after you guys. I know. Okay, Desi Doyen, so the Hurricane Harvey response wasn't quite as impressive as Donald Trump pretended? 
Uh, Yeah, that's definitely the case. Six months after Hurricane Harvey hit Houston, Texas, and shattered the record for the largest single deluge ever recorded in U.S. history, a massive study of county, state, and federal records conducted by the Associated Press and the Houston Chronicle has found that Harvey had a much more widespread toxic impact than has been previously made public. The reporters cataloged more than 100 releases of more than a dozen toxic chemicals and carcinogens that were released into neighborhoods and waterways. Yet officials at the time assured the public that the post-storm pollution posed little to no health threat. The analysis found only a handful of these industrial spills have been investigated by federal regulators and state regulators have taken no enforcement actions at all for these toxic releases. Meanwhile, a heads up, Bloomberg News reports that Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt will soon begin the formal process of aggressively weakening fuel economy standards that were set under the Obama administration. This would be for new vehicles starting in 2022 and to which automakers had already agreed to do back in 2012. I guess this is because Trump voters enjoy paying more for their gas? Yes, apparently so. These standards would have decreased air pollution and greenhouse gas emissions and saved consumers money, but now they won't, thanks to intense lobbying from the U.S. auto industry. And Pruitt also indicated that he may try to strip the state of California of its special waiver to maintain tougher air pollution standards under the Clean Air Act, which a number of states have also adopted. California is not, you know, the arbiter of these issues. The EPA, the DOT, and others make those decisions. California uh, contributes as well, but that that shouldn't and can't dictate to the rest of the country what these levels are going to be. I feel like I remember this story, have seen it before, uh, that this is what happened when the George W. Bush administration came in, and they challenged California's more stringent environmental protection standards, and they won at the time in the Supreme Court. We finally turned that back, but now it looks like the same old fight again. That is exactly what happened in the past, and it looks like the federal government now is going to participate in switching the rules back and forth and back and forth again. And if you have any questions about this, go see the movie Who Killed the Electric Car? We had an electric car way back in the 90s called the EV1 that everybody liked who had one. And the Bush administration helped kill that. And, well, everything old and stupid is new and being done all over again, I guess. Meanwhile, Trump's Interior Secretary, Ryan Zinke, has launched a new outdoor recreation advisory panel to make recommendations on public lands policy. And he's stocked it with industry representatives who have a financial interest in public lands. Washington Post reports that many of the 16 members of the new committee come from the motorized recreation vehicle industry. Other members have advocated for privatizing park services, while others represent companies Companies with National Park Service contracts. Not on the advisory panel are anyone from the Outdoor Industry Association, which advocates for non-motorized activities like hiking and kayaking. But finally, some good news. The massive $1.3 trillion omnibus bill that President Trump signed last week over his own objections not only retains the current budget of the EPA and retains clean energy policies as is, 
It also includes a big boost to the budget of the National Park Service to make much-needed infrastructure repairs. Also, a boost for the Forest Service's firefighting and fire prevention budget, which has long been sought by conservation and forestry groups in the wake of record wildfire seasons across the nation. Also in the omnibus bill, and also very good news, a tiny town in Alaska that is threatened by climate change has finally received some federal funding to relocate. The small village of Newtok, Alaska, has been losing 70 feet of land every year due to sea level rise and coastal erosion. Congress has now appropriated $15 million to begin relocating Newtok to a safer location nine miles inland. It's only a fraction of what's required to relocate the whole village, but it's a start. I'll take it. For much more on all of those reports and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music, all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Uh, making sure uh, that these kids have a shot at the American dream. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> It's important. (laughs) Oh, there was a woman's voice in there, if you listen real close. I think that was, uh, oh, I can't remember who it was, somebody from one of the news stations. Anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. Uh, I had no no shot. Uh, and of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, who did win the American Dream tonight, and also won. What the hell is that sound? Uh, for the I, second time in I'm a row sorry. on the celebrity edition. I'm sorry. You see, we got sorrow on Joe's side and guilt on Rain's side. <laughs> <laughs> and to both of those, I have a feeling uh, uh, Tim Coram will probably would say. <laughs> So <laughs> that's what it's damn it. God damn it. All right. If anybody wants to give a call to the program, uh, feel free. 330-536-1466. That's 330. Ken, the number one goo. Um, as in d- go do a goo goo church. Go do a Google church. Uh and uh yeah, so uh here we go. I think we're gonna just go ahead and start uh we're gonna Get into Stormy Daniels. <laughs> oh, 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 really? 
Bailey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was one of the names of one of her films. Uh, that was the one Are right. You really? Bef- that sorry. That was the one before uh, 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 Trailer Trash Nurses Six. Mm. That's a name. That's the name. (laughs) Which was never as good as Trailer Trash Nurses Five. I have to tell you. No. Well, and and, really research this. Never. I went to IMDb. I went. I went to both side eye. I went to IMDb to find a title for her movie, uh, for one of her movies, for that last question. For what the hell is that sound? And I and Susan advised against me picking um, Toxic Cum Load Six. So, <laughs> and toxic is spelled with three X's. <laughs> I don't know why they're toxic. Haven't seen it yet, but I bet there's a plot twist somewhere um, in there. So how many M's was cum load filled with? Yeah, it just had one. Just had one. Toxic mm. was three X's though. Mm. <laughs> okay. We're getting a lot of tre- pleasure out of this, aren't we? Uh, well, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> Trailer Trash (laughs) Nurses 4 was a classic. Sure, yeah, that's uh, that was the classic. That was the one with the whales, right? I think it won a couple Golden Globes. (laughs) It did. Oh, I am so sorry. And and it won a won a can film film festival. Oh, it won the can award. The can, so. the can award. Yeah, you guys are really dirty, right. filthy, filthy. The, the, it, it, it won the can spanking award. Oh, see, filthy, dirty, the, dirty boys. The spank my can award. Yeah, that's yeah, what it won. I know. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Uh, we're going to get into, uh, of course, because uh, uh, Sunday is National Stormy Daniels Day. Everybody, this past Sunday was. Um, uh, you know, and that's nice. You know, the Sunday before Easter. It's well, good something's got to rise. Sure. See? See? There. It, was, it was like... <laughs> it was, they call it Face Palm Sunday. <laughs> or Rosy Palm Sunday. Hey! Uh, uh, here we go Uh, Trojan Rabbit was very excited about uh, Stormy Sunday and he's on the line with us right now hey Trojan Rabbit good evening everyone how you doing hi Rain is Tim still there no, no, well, that's uh, just his oh, laugh. Hold no, on, his laugh is here. <laughs> oh. His laugh ah, is haunting us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's up? So. What's up, uh, Paul? Hi, Tr. <laughs> Hi, I'm. Uh, I'm sort of. I think I'm coming back down on my cold again. Oh no! Well, either, either either that or it's the uh, it's the the pollen count increasing. One of the two. Yeah. I, I swear to God, I, I think I, I saw a mosquito. I think I saw a mosquito on my sun porch tonight. I'm not happy about that. Did you kill I it? Think, I, I tried. Think Tro, uh, Tr, that was uh, Stormy Daniels' second film, Coming Back Down. God damn it! <laughs> <See>? No. <laughs> yeah. No, Joe. Why? We still have tons. We still have a bunch of snow around here. It's disgusting. It's spring. Yeah. Well. We have, some. Gonna, we have some. Stormy Daniels movie title, Rabbit. What's that? Now, Come up with your own Stormy Daniels mu- movie title. Here. Oh. That's something we can do for a game show going forward. Yeah. Yeah, that could work. Or, or name the real Stormy yeah. Daniels film title. 
<laughs> so, but I sure hope that wasn't a mosquito in my sun porch. I don't like mosquitoes, Dick. Uh, yeah. So, uh, now, now Trojan Rabbit, you, you, uh, uh, I do have some Stormy Daniels audio. Do you, you, uh, cool if I play a clip or two while you're on the call with us? Oh, sure. Go ahead. All right, so here's part. I basically kind of went and got the best of, and I left out the lewd and lascivious stuff about the spanking, and then him saying you remind me of my daughter kind of stuff, because uh, well, we don't need to hear that vivid description, and I just told it to you. So there you go. Um, but uh, this is uh, <laughs> Stormy uh, Stormy Daniel saying yes, it was consensual, but no, there was no attraction. No. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, here you go. You had sex with him? Yes. You were 27, he was 60. Were you physically attracted to him? No. Not at all? No. Did you want to have sex with him? Want to think him? about that? No. But I didn't, I didn't say no. I'm not a victim. I'm not... It was yeah. entirely consensual. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Rain, what, what's your thought on that? Well... Okay, she says she's not a victim, but it was what she said after that that I felt like, yeah, you were a victim. Well, uh, I, I can play that because uh, that, that that's the second well, clip here. It's up here. to what's a Trojan. Well, we know that Trump didn't use a Trojan. Trojan. <laughs> no, he went, but what, what have we learned? He went dirty dog or what is that? Um, dirt. What? You dirty? didn't use a goddamn condom. Yeah, bareback. Oh, well, she said she was allergic to latex anyway. So, oh, no, she didn't. Say yes, that. she did. Hmm. Did she? Yes. Oh, I missed that. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, before we get to the the next part, uh, Trojan, you got any uh, thoughts on uh, the the consensual but not attracted one? Hey, you know whatever. Uh, Whatever money gets you, I mean, you know, I would assume at this point, uh, Trump probably can't afford her. You'd have to take out another loan from uh, from his, his friend uh, Putin. Sure, you know, I don't think she takes rubles though. So no, 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 no rubles here, buddy. So, um, uh, all right. So here's the next one, the one that Rain was uh, referring to. I was in a parking lot, going to a fitness class with my infant daughter. I was taking, you know, the seats facing backwards in the back seat, diaper bag, you know, getting all the stuff out. And a guy walked up on me and said to me, leave Trump alone, forget the story. And then he leaned around and looked at my daughter and said, it's a beautiful little girl. It'd be a shame if something happened to her mom. And then he was gone. You took it as a direct threat. Absolutely. I was rattled. I remember going into the workout class and my hands were shaking so much I was afraid I was going to drop her. Did you ever see that person again? No. But I, if I did, I would know it right away. I'll you'd never forget. To, you'd be able to recognize that person. 100%. Even now, all these years later. If he walked in the store right now, I would instantly know. Did you go to the police? No. Why? Because I was scared. All right. So, uh, Rain, Kat says it's Raw Dog. Raw Dog is what you were thinking about. Raw Dog. Uh, and that's in the clip you just played is not the one that I was talking about. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was the one where where she was a victim uh, because she was threatened. No, I, no, 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 no. Was, it's no. 
It's fine. It it was the clip where I guess she walked away and she came back in and she knew, guess what? I got to have sex with him. Yeah, I Yeah, that one what you're right. I heard that I I I watched that, but I did not grab that. Uh because uh um, It's it's fine that you yeah. didn't, but it was kind of at that point when I looked at Bob By the way, everybody who listens to the show, he's my husband. <laughs> this is true. But I felt like I felt like okay. I I had a lot of so you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, she, she said like, she yeah, she went I to she this. went to the bathroom. Yeah. Then she came back out and he was sitting on the edge of the bed with his hands pressed down beside him and yeah. and she was like, "Oh, here you go. You've gotten yourself into this and, you know, you're going to have to do I'll this." I'll tell you that that was the part that really got my wife because she said I deserved it. Yeah. And that really undermined me. The, well, it should. I, I mean, sure it does. It bothered my wife. I, she Barb said, "What the hell? That's what the Me Too movement is about." Yeah. That you know, yeah. you, you get what you deserve. You wear a short skirt, you get raped. That's what you get. Yes. And she had that attitude. Well, you know, you come up with a guy into a room alone, and uh, you deserve it. But no. we can't. We can't really get into her psyche either. Uh, you know, I mean, she. Yeah, no, she. she no, did, I was just. Say, she, I was just saying, as, as a as a cultural, at, yeah. at a time in our culture when we are moving forward <laughs> with these attitudes that you know women could say no at any time. You know. Uh, I thought that culturally that was a bad thing for her to say. <laughs> it's I, not getting into her mind. You know I what I mean? I thought so too, because I do think we can go into this. And I'm not sitting here saying that Stormy... I do like... I do appreciate Stormy Daniels. But the idea that we're in the Me Too movement, the fact that she came in there and was like, well, I got to do this. I got to have sex with him. Yeah. I just felt like... You know what? At that point, you just became a victim. I, I, I can see that. Realize it. Mm -hmm. I, I can yeah. see that, but if she doesn't think of herself as a victim, you can't convince her otherwise. I don't think. But but here here's the thing. This also was ten years before Me Too. Yes, that mm -hmm. is We talked and about we, that mm -hmm. too. Here we have talked in about this that. house of Bob and Ray. Yeah, yeah. But my point was that she said this Sunday. Yeah. She did, but she you know, was I mean, relaying. I, mean, I know the the event the happened ten years ago, but yeah. on Sunday, she still had the attitude that she deserved it. Mm. Yeah, well, I didn't no, take it as did, that she deserved she, it. She I think that she, I, 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 from what she said, she was like. I guess to a certain degree, it seemed like she was saying she deserved it, but uh, on the other hand, it was. Oh, I got myself in this no. predicament, you know. That's the thing. She didn't say she deserved it. She said, I got myself into this predicament, and now I have to go through with it. Right. And, and that, that is the thing that I just felt like. I'm not dismissing her. I don't I don't dismiss her story. I don't dismiss her. I, I think that, hell, God damn it, she came in way more prepared for her interview than... Betsy DeVos did. Well, but, that's true. Well, oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> well, well, but, you know, I think it, Betsy it, DeVos has screwed very, more people. It was, it was <laughs> really interesting to me that she felt in 2006 
that it was like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. Well, there's a, there's a, go ahead. No, 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 I'm done. I'm done. Well, there's there's another important thing that a lot of people are attacking her credibility over the confrontation in the Las Vegas parking lot. Um, they're saying, oh, well, this happened in 2011. Trump wasn't even looking to run for, you know, that this was well before the, the campaign. Uh, yeah, and, I heard about that, too. And I, and I thought to myself, you know Trump put his feelers out there to run for president in 2012 as well. Well, wait a minute. In yeah, 2011, 2011 is when he started he the birther movement. Yeah, yeah in 2011 is when he started. Shit in yeah. 2011. So he yeah. he started testing the waters. Do, you know, you can't tell me. Well, he was just dabbling in it. Bullshit. The John Birch mm-hmm. Society was out there. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, screeching about him. So uh, you and know, that's another thing that makes her more credible. In that he wasn't an announced candidate for president at the time. There were less people that would have known about the story. Yeah, and uh, and not just that, it, it, it's like, you know, I mean, he had all kinds of other interests that he might not want tarnished, uh, including his contract with N- NBC. So to say, oh, well, the only thing that kept her silent was the, the fact that, you know, or, or, the, o- the only people that would be interested in keeping her silent would be people that were involved in his campaign in the 2016 election. That's horseshit. 2011 falls right in line with, you know, Trump putting his feelers out there to run in, in 2012. So, but it also comes down to if, if you all watch the interview, it was around that time when it was like, I think I would love to get you on The Apprentice. Yes. Mm-hmm. About career advancement. Uh, but yeah, uh, but before we get into that real quick. Um, uh, uh, Paul, uh, uh, you got anything else you want to add before, yeah. uh, before we let you go? The only thing I, I, I say is, you know, I've been, I've recently started becoming much more active on Twitter and, uh, cool. It, it, it's just so, it, it's, it's just so aggravating to see these, um, evangelical types giving, giving Trump the, uh, the mulligan. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you, you can't possibly give them any credence for anything they say anymore. No, it's the, the holy green light has been issued. Yeah. I mean, um, I've been, you know, playing with some of the, uh, some of the known trolls as soon as Donnie, uh, twit something, you know, the usual, um, Russian bots and all them are already, you know, Oh yeah, so it's actually fun because I'm thinking of moving my um, my my uh, show presence over there instead of announcing anything on Facebook. I'm trying to pull away from a, a Russian tool, as it is, yeah. as, it, as it were. Uh, I know. I I feel your pain on that one. Give it, um, give it time. Give it yeah. time. I mean, so. Facebook has a lot of problems, but. I still think that the biggest problem is Cambridge. Yeah, well, well, the thing is, there's, I mean, there's two presidents, presidences I have to keep up. So, my other, my other chat on the fact.com website, and it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, you know, watching what's going on over there as well, because there there are known trolls over there who 
try to uh, sort of get things going. But uh, yeah, it, it tends to it tends the discussions tend to be on the liberal side, and uh, that's good because they I'm do gonna, have yeah, they I'm do have, have um, threads for uh, when Rachel is on. They'll have like a chat going on. Cool when when the M- MSNBC people are on yeah i'll, I'll i want to talk to you about this uh, down the road because uh you get a hell of an audience on paul's memory bank from fark and i, I wouldn't mind uh trying to cash in on that as well so, <laughs> um, yeah i mean but yeah so there, but there'll probably be some that would be interested in in listening cool know? cool i and, do play a couple of the ads during the show Nice, nice. So, uh, but Paul, I'm going to let you go uh, so we can get to lightning round yeah. on some of this audio here. But th- I appreciate you calling in. And uh, uh, do you have a theme picked out for next uh, uh, Monday on Paul's Memory Bank? I don't know yet. It, I, I think I'm I'm starting to do uh, month type shows. I might be yeah. uh, because I did a I did a show with songs that peaked in March. I did a show with songs I bought in March. Yeah. So this might well, that's be smart, something, though. you know, so, songs that peaked in April or spring songs or. Well, that, that's pretty. That, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool because you're going to get a pretty eclectic mix with with uh, with that yeah. kind of thing for sure. So um, I'm at show number 153. I'm running out of nice. ideas. <laughs> nice. Well, and also uh, oh, wow. you, you got to. Uh, I got some. Uh, I'll drop you a line. I'll send those pictures again of the track list of the the fifties kind of stuff that I got, um, uh, so you yeah. can uh, peruse that. But uh, Paul, I got to let you go. Uh, but we'll we'll talk soon. Okay, everybody, check out Paul's Memory Bank eight to ten p.m. every Monday right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thank you. And Say uh, hello to the misses and uh, everyone. Have a great night. Oh yeah, and. Uh, her kitty is with her, and I think mine's being antisocial. <laughs> all right, go wrangle those cats. And <laughs> all right, have a great night, Paul. Okay, Let's see you in the All right, bye bye, Paul. Yeah, bye bye. All right. So, uh, all right. So, uh, I want I want to get through the the last of the Stormy Daniels audio, uh, if we can, before the break here. Um, this one um, is, you know what. Anderson Cooper says, you know, why why should we believe you? Well, you know what? I'll believe I will believe um uh in auto-tuned squirrel before I believe Donald John Trump because he's such a fucking pathological liar. So, uh, but you know, she gives her reasons why yeah. why we should believe her and uh she has no reason to lie, she says. So you signed and released uh, a statement that said I'm not denying this affair because I was paid in hush money. I'm denying it because it never happened. That's a lie. Yes. If it was untruthful, why did you sign it? Because they made it sound like I had no choice. I mean, no one was putting a gun to your head. Not physical violence, no. You thought that there would be some sort of legal repercussion if you didn't sign it. Correct. As a matter of fact, the exact sentence used was, they can make your life hell in many different ways. They being? I'm not exactly sure who they were. I believe it to be Michael Cohen. I felt intimidated and honestly bullied, and I didn't know what to do, and so I signed it. Even though I had repeatedly expressed that I wouldn't break the agreement, but I was not comfortable lying. How do we know you're telling the truth? 
because uh, I have no reason to lie. I'm opening myself up for, you know, possible danger and definitely a whole lot of shit. Definitely a whole lot of shit. And here's the thing. Here, here's my question. If she did not sign this NDA, okay, all right, about an affair, then what the fuck did she sign it for? Why did she sign any NDA? It Was it because, oh, they shook hands? Was it because they played a round of golf? Was it because they watched Shark Week together? I mean, what was the NDA about? Why do you go to why do you draft something like this and say you have to deny anything ever happened with you and Trump if it wasn't salacious, you know, salacious to the, to the general public? Well, I mean is that a naive question for me to ask? It's like well, no. why would she sign well, anything like this unless it didn't if it wasn't something really really fucking serious? Like fucking. Right. Seriously. Like, true. Yeah. Like, true. I mean, I mean, if that's the case, if you, if he's handing out 130 grand to anybody who claims to have had sex with him, then we Only. all should call in. Only. Only 130 grand. Well, but, I mean, if he's doling out 130 grand, let's all call. Sure. I mean, obviously, whether it's true or not, they pay you. Uh, right? but Do you guys not find it kind of hinky that the same time that she was busy signing this NDA, which was around the same time as the uh, um, debates, mm-hmm. which was also around the same time when he was having sex with the McDougal woman? Yeah. Don't you find that kind of strange? I found it very strange. And... Can, and and can we um, just kind of assume that this guy, this guy, who now has to, happens to be the commander in chief, mm. he he was just he was basically just trying to have sex with everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And I'm not well. trying to say that to diminish the fact that McDougal and 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 um, Clifford's are women. They had sex on their own accord. Yes. But there is something really wrong here. There's something very wrong. And I'll tell you, we're, we're, I'm going to play one last quick clip, but we're going to pick up the conversation right, right where we left off after the break. But this, I thought, was a, an awesome six seconds. Uh, Cooper says, Trump watches TV. What do you got to say to him? The president watches 60 Minutes. If he's watching tonight, what would you say to him? He knows I'm telling the truth. Boom. Boom. Right there. Boom. Chakalaka. So, boom, chakalaka. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we'll we'll have to leave it there, uh, and <laughs> we're gonna hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, the last hour of Turn Up the Night, the Tuesday edition. Right after this, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, a smooth talking, jive talking street thug. KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at ten thirty p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. The president watches 60 Minutes. If he's watching tonight, what would you say to him? He knows I'm telling the truth. 
Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. We're uh, broadcasting on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, is Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Congratulations on your epic win tonight. Rain? Hello? Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was busy trying to figure out how to send my thank yous and turn them into donations oh thank you very good so and uh but yeah so congratulations on your epic win um and and of course uh joe santorza scranton pennsylvania the electric city uh welcome back sir i'm uh you have my sympathy i'm a loser uh so anyway um uh, let's go ahead and and get back into it (laughs) into the the um uh, we have stormy related uh stuff i want to talk about and uh let's let's get to um before we get into the the no actually we'll do this first uh anderson cooper of course uh always (laughs) what did you say rain about anderson cooper it's uh He's on the the who had sex with Trump tour. Yeah, that's him. That's yeah. him. He's like, oh, who had sex with Trump? You're in charge, Anderson. Yeah, go, go for it, brother. Stands. Yeah. So, uh, and you you uh, brought this to my attention. Uh, you you, <laughs> I said, <laughs> you brought this to my attention, and Tim probably would laugh at me for, <laughs> for that voice. But uh, uh, Anderson Cooper talked to Karen McDougal, uh, the the former. Uh, she's a model. She was in Playboy, um, but she's gone on to do a lot of other things. She was, uh, it, and you talked about the the Stormy Daniels thing, uh, and you know she was it promised that she would get a spot on the Celebrity Apprentice or something like that, uh, or at least at least get some kind of career boost, and yeah. that's a exactly uh this audio that you sent me is what and you sent me two clips and they're two really weirdo parallels in all this and that's the career boost and well we'll we'll hear in the what the other coincidence is in the next clip but here's uh the first one once donald trump won the republican nomination right you're saying ami suddenly came back to you with interest well in to keith yes to us for the story yeah why do you think it was that it was after Donald Trump was the Republican nominee that they came back? They wanted to squash a story. You're saying they wanted to protect Donald Trump? I'm assuming so, yeah. But the offer, which we didn't discuss yet or haven't discussed, was, you know, they had offered me a big, you know, contract for, for work, for modeling and fitness and things like that. My, my life has always been health and fitness, so... They said they were going to 
have you be a columnist. You would write columns about health and fitness. Correct. They said I'd write columns. I would get uh, one, col uh, one article per month in OK Magazine, one article per month in Star Magazine for two years, and then four columns per month on Radar Online for two years. On top of that, two magazine covers, and their reasoning was like, you know, you've been a successful model, fitness, et cetera. Uh, we want to help you continue, and we actually want to rebrand you, and you know, you, you know, you're older now, so we want to jumpstart into a new career for you and really get you out there to work. And I'm like, this is perfect like who doesn't what model wouldn't want that especially as an older model like you're like oh this is great right um, so yeah but then the side deal was oh we're squashing the story okay it's a win-win for me like I get the work and my story doesn't have to come out so it sounds good back in the day and everything but rain why don't you uh, uh, pick it up from there uh, oh oh in what respect <clears throat> well, seriously, in what the, respect? The, the, the parallels, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, hey, uh, well, I, I don't know. Is it a direct? Stormy Go ahead. Stormy was expecting a job from Donald Trump. Yes. She was expecting a job on The Apprentice from Donald Trump. And so was McDougal. Not necessarily from Donald Trump, but she thought that she was going to get an entire, you know, just job prospect. Mm-hmm. I mean, am I, am I kicking no, the right No, no, I, I, I think you're right. It, and the thing is, I think it, to me, what it seems like is that, and I don't know the timeline of, uh, you know, one or the other, but to me, what it seems like is this. If he had sex with Stormy first and said, oh, I should get you on The Apprentice. Well, they had sex the same weekend, by the way. Oh, it was the same weekend? Well, well to me, it yeah. seems like, Maybe he was just, uh, if that's the case, uh, what, what pops into my mind immediately is, uh, sorry, pops into my mind, um, is, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, shut up. Oh, my God. Shut up! Shut up! No, the, the oh, my God, I what, what I'm, But what I'm saying about this is uh, it seems like this was a premeditated thing that, trump and oh, his people yes. were doing was oh yeah i'm totally gonna have sex with these women i'm not gonna pay them money but we can you know maybe wrangle some prospects that might be up their alley right yes this is to me the way i'm seeing it this is exactly what trump has done for years before he yeah. became president this has been his ammo the way he works yeah. I mean, when you when you listen to what you just played, this is Karen McDougal, mm -hmm. who she said, I, I loved him. I liked being with him. And at a certain point, I couldn't be with him. And so this AMI, which is the parent company of um, National Enquirer, yes. said, look, we need you to back off. We need you to back off. So we're going to give you all these things just to get you to shut up because that's really what it comes down to they they wanted her to not talk about the fact that she had a 10-month affair with donald trump mm -hmm. and she accepted all of it and she got none of it joe what do you think 
I think the difference really between the two that I that I th- thought was striking was that uh, she was in love with him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she actually thought more than just a job. She thought he was going to marry her. Yes. That was the Said sad that in the part. Mm-hmm. That was the sad part of that that conversation to me. Was that she thought he was going to marry her, and that he was in love with her. In fact, he said she he she he said so. Well, here, I guess maybe here's the interesting disconnect. I'm if we're going to if we're both. if we're well, I'm, I just real quick. If we're going to kind of get in between that idea, well, it would make sense that he would have other people say McDougal would benefit because, you know, it seems like there was definitely a deeper relationship there with Stormy Daniel. She said, look, I wasn't attracted to him. I'm sure the L word was never mentioned. Um, Stormy was looking for a job on The Apprentice. Yeah. So, you know, so, so for him to talk to her, frankly, about that, that makes sense because it's like, okay, I'll give you this. What are you going to give me? With the the love relationship, he's going to have his people say, oh, well, you know, my people will take care of you. It's gross. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's a really, really disgusting human being. Because let's not forget that it was around this time that Melania had an infant boy named Baron. Mm hmm. He was having mm-hmm. sex with two women, at least two women, that weekend or that yeah. week or whatever it was. And yeah. and you know, there's Stormy who was like, "Yeah, I figured out I gotta have sex with them." Not wanting to do that. And then if you flip it around, and there's this McDougal woman who was she she said, "I loved him," and yeah. she actually said in the interview. I didn't know that he had time to have sex with Stormy, but I guess he did. Yes. So, all right, let's jump to the next clip here uh, because uh, there's a name that keeps popping up in every instance, and uh, it's not Trump's name. When you say name popping up, do we mean Trump's Cheeto dick pic? Uh, <laughs> uh, or maybe his penis. Uh, no, no. Don't say penis in this house. Is a uh, penish. It's penish. It's not quite the actual thing. It's a penish. Uh, but no. Um, a, a person very close to uh, Fat Donnie. Do you think Donald Trump would have been aware of this deal that they were doing him? That they were allegedly doing him this favor? I wouldn't know. Um, but based on what I'm learning, as we're all learning together as we read, and one of the big complaints with why I think my contract is illegal is because his attorney was talking to my attorney. So Michael, Co- you're saying Donald Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen, correct, was talking Speaking to with Keith Davidson, Keith, your Keith, um, without me even knowing, without my knowledge. Uh, I would assume that maybe he knew. I know his attorney did. I can't say that he knew, but his attorney. How do you know that Michael Cohen and your attorney, Keith Davidson, were in communication? I didn't know. I'm just learning this as you're learning this. Um, It's been reported, and my attorneys, they know. And to you, the idea that Michael Cohen 
would be in communication with your attorney at the time, theoretically there would be no reason for Michael Cohen to be having communication with your attorney because this was a deal between Keith Davidson, you, and AMI. Right. So why was he involved in my deal? And why wasn't I told that he was involved in my deal? That's not fair, and it's, quite frankly, illegal. Yeah, it does sound a little illegal. I'm not Mr. Lawyer Guy or anything, but that sounds to be uh, pretty shady. Would this be a bad time to point out that Stormy Daniels' original attorney was that dude? David. Um, uh, David. Did you know that? Did you guys know that? Oh, no, I did not. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Stormy Daniels' original attorney was the same guy that Karen, Mc- Karen McDougal, right? I've got the name right? Yeah. <clears throat> is talking about. Same attorney. Wow. Yeah, I think I did hear that. I'm making that up. No, I, 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 you're right. I, I think I did hear that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's lots of shady, shady shit going on with this, and yeah, there is. Uh, there's a lot of shady shit. Karen McDougal's new attorney is not that same David, whatever his name is. Yeah, and Cohen's Cohen's name same just that, keeps showing up. Yes. So does Schiller's. Yeah. Well, it does. I know. There's something very strange going on here. Because Extremely that's David, strange, yeah. I, I'm sorry if I can't remember his name, but that lawyer did both McDougal and Daniels. Didn't do them right. Not at all. So, um... I don't know. Uh, Joe, any other thoughts on that uh, before we uh, move along to the the Trump uh, uh, apologists? No, no, I just suggest uh, what we were pointing out. that The stories are s- strikingly similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And that the... Uh, both said and that Trump just mis- used a condom. And the mishandling... That's of odd. the the mishandling, the legal mishandling of the original contacts with these girls by, was by the, the same was the, attorney, right? Was 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 the same uh, trying to hound them or trick them into deals that were bad for them. Yes, and and overall, his 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 mo was that this was his his standard operating procedure. He screwed around and he covered up. Yeah, with money. And in NDAs with no condoms. And by the way, mishandling was my uh, nickname in high school. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just love saying it was my nickname in high school at any point. Um, so, uh, all right. Uh, oh, man. I was sque- squeezing blood from a turnip getting nouns, but I said adjectives, and everybody's like, yes, adjectives. We love adjectives. Um, so, uh, all right. Let's go ahead, and uh, I want to play this because this is other audio. Uh, uh, Frederica Whitfield on CNN with, with Wendy Murphy, uh, a former attorney, I believe, and Amy Creamer, who was... Um, that's her non-porn name, Amy Creamer. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> sorry. She was a she was a tea bagger. She she was she was the head of like Tea Party USA or something like that before, and now she's a dyed in the wool Trump cultist. And uh, there was a, a an interesting interaction with uh, her and uh, again Wendy Murphy on uh, CNN about Trump's affairs. This is not a story to his face. I know the left desperately wants to bring down this president, and I don't think this is going to do it. We voted yeah. for him not because he was going to be our pastor or because he was going to be our husband. We voted him for him because he was a businessman that would fight back and do what was best for the United States. Okay. And he, so far, he's proven that he has, he's followed through on his campaign promises, most of them, and we're pretty happy with how he's leading. All right, so Wendy, what is it that has you shaking your head? Well, first of all, that's not what the right said when something similar happened to Bill Clinton. It was all about the, mor the morality of the president, his leadership and messaging to the nation and so forth. I, I mean, Wendy, no, he did it while he was in office. <laughs> no, oh, he Jesus. did things before office that you all that's also said were, uh, you know, worthy of impeachment, even though you can't be impeached for certain things. There was a lot of criticism from the right about things Clinton did with women that were perfectly legal, but that occurred uh, prior to him taking office. So the hypocrisy label goes on all sides. No, it case. doesn't. No. Um, <laughs> you know, what I think matters the most is that he's staying silent because he has been advised that he faces the possibility of testifying under oath. That potentially oh, means being forced to answer questions about his relationships with these women, some of them non-consensual. And if he's forced to answer those questions, he could be in a, what we know of as a perjury trap. Uh, and he'll say, well, okay, I lied to the general public. I'm now gonna testify truthfully under oath. It's all true. Uh, that's really his only escape for a perjury trap. What? All right, yeah. Seriously, <laughs> what the, what, wait, what? Yeah. What was that woman talking about? Um, and, and the first what one lawyer is yeah. there. God, okay, I'll shut up now. Well, what 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 my big complaint about what Wendy Murphy said is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is there on all sides, not on our side, sister. Nope. No, no, that ain't that ain't right. But you know, uh, again, you know, the whole thing. Well, he did this when he wasn't president. I don't fucking care if he was a crossing guard when he did it. He's a shitty, sleazy dirtbag. But these are the same... All right, let's just back up for one minute. Sure. The same goddamn week that Donald Trump and his lawyers signed that check. When I say his lawyers, I'm going to just say Cohen. Signed mm. that check to Stormy Daniels. That was the same damn week that there was the... um debate mm -hmm. where Donald Trump and all of his friends pulled out all those women who said, I'm a victim of Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, yeah, exactly. And Bill Clinton, was he running for president in 2016? No, me, he wasn't. I can remember. Uh, yeah, you're right. Winner, they winner. Were all the bill. women who were like, they were put up there and just Hillary Clinton had to look at all those women. I have a big middle finger that you all can't see. <laughs> oh, I can see it actually. Right I actually am looking uh, towards Washington D.C. out my window right now, and <laughs> I can see it. It it's it's the best middle finger I've ever seen, Rand. Good job, <sighs> Joe. 
I'm up in the mountains, but I could see the very tip. I bet you can. Yes. <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> a fingernail. Uh, I can see. Oh, there you go. A little uh, uh, a Playtex. me off. Press when these, on nail. When these women say these things, Play, no, they just Playtex. completely forget. Donald Trump is like, hello, women who think that you're... And I don't want to say think. I don't know how to do this, but... Hi, you're all right-wing women who say I have been victims of, of Bill Clinton. And so now I'm going to sit here in front of this panel at this debate. And I'm going to stare... Strongly at Hillary Clinton. Fuck you all. Yeah. Well, here's well, the difference between Bill Clinton supporters and Donald Trump supporters and the religious right. They're hypocrites and we're not because we don't moralize about everybody else's life like they do. Yes. We don't tell everybody that if you're gay, you should be dead. You know? Yeah. Exactly. We're, we're not on that side. You are. You hold yeah. uh, you hold yourselves up to some some religious standard that you you think everybody else has to live for. Yeah, you, we you don't. Tr- you try uh, you apply your arbitrary standard to everybody else, but you fail. You never address the moral failings again to your own fucking standards to your own people. You know, right. I mean, they'll make excuses. Right. Well, look, at least he, he raised his kids and his kids are awesome. Well, so did Bill Clinton and so did, you know, uh, the Kennedys, you know. And his kids aren't so awesome, by the way. Oh, no, his kids are fucking terrible. But, you know, the yeah. tr- don't let the Trump cult. Uh, Except you for know. Barron. Except for Barron. Yeah, and, Barron. and again. I, when when I say his kid, when I say his kids, I don't even Baron doesn't even come into my mind because he is, he deserves to be a kid. He deserves to not have a father who has been involved with several women in extramarital affairs when he was an infant. He, yeah, deserves, he deserves to have a solid family. God damn it! Yeah. He deserves to not have to bear witness to this grotesque bullshit. But anyway, so, but here, here you go. And, and he, this is a perfect example. Um, uh, Amy Creamer, uh, former teabagger, current Trump cultist, uh, saying, well, you know what? This is none of your business. Really? Thus far, the evangelicals in particular have said, we don't mind that he's been having affairs. We don't mind that he's been uh, sleeping around while married and so forth. We're going to give him a pass on that. That's fine. I actually give him a pass on that, even though I don't like it. But, but what if there's more to the story? There are two provisions. I'm going to pause it right there. This is Wendy Murphy, a former attorney, Mm. uh, speaking right now. But these two provisions she's talking about, pretty important stuff. In the non-disclosure agreement he signed with Stormy Daniels that make reference to pregnancy and children, two different provisions. Mm -hmm. There are, you know, uh, statements out there that he had unprotected sex. What if it comes out that there was a pregnancy and that there was a request for the woman to terminate the pregnancy? This is not, I mean, honestly, this is none of our business. This was a consensual relationship between two consenting adults. We have no business even talking about this. Seriously, do I have a really loud "fuck you" uh, in my in my oh, box? Can I help you? I'm can looking. I, help you? I, I, I got uh, here. What the fuck you. are you talking? Fuck you! 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but this. Why the fuck are you talking? Yeah. Seriously, why the fuck are you talking? Because it's none of our business. Oh, 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 okay. So, because that was none of our business, what about all of our gay brothers and sisters out there that wanted to get married a few years ago, and you goddamn miserable freaks decided to put that as a little feather in your cap to go out there and and go and start thumping your little Bibles and telling everybody they were going the road to fire and brimstone and that he couldn't make gay cakes for nobody because the ingredients for gay cakes are somehow different than straight cakes. Fuck you, you miserable teabagger Trump cultist. You're so horrible. You don't know what you believe until you say it. Yeah, well, tra- and trace back that little clip one more time. She, the, the, the lawyer on one end said, what if there was a pregnancy? Yes. What if there was an abortion? What if there was an yes. abortion? And she, and she no, comes no. back with yeah. this right-wing Bible banger, a, yes. you know, pro-life asshole, says to that, that's none of our business. <laughs> First time. Thank you, Joe. First Thank time you. you're right. That abortion and everyone's is none of your fucking yes. and business. F- Thank you, Joe, for bringing that up because there was so much bullshit packed in there. Um, mm-hmm. I think we all kind of had to, you know, cut off our own portion. So it's none <laughs> of their business until they want to make it. Until they want to like look around and be like, guess what? Your business is my business, and now I don't like you. They are fucking hypocrites yeah. to no end. I am so glad you brought that up, Joe. God damn yes. it. Yeah, seriously. Uh, you lost <laughs> every kind of morality that you think you have. Ever, every bit. Every last little bit. We know it's all bullshit. You never cared. I mean, they just excused abortion. Yeah. And, and, you know, Uh, I'd be curious to see. I'd be curious to see how many children she's adopted. I bet you none. Oh, no. Fucking. No. Oh, these Trump cultist blood freaks. Really glad you brought that up, Joe. Yeah. I just thought that that was the only time I ever agreed with her. Yeah. (laughs) It is not your business. In everybody's case. Clap, clap and clap and get that, that. Audio. That was amazing. Amen. Amen to you, Joe, for for remembering to do that because, uh, you know, again, there, there was seriously the the largesse of that clip was the rational Wendy Murphy, and then it was twenty seconds of Amy Creamer packing in like so much hypocrisy, lies, bullshit, and just you know nonsense. Uh, it, it, it took a team. It took a team to work on that. And you did good, Joe. See, Joe, you are a winner. He is. <laughs> it's, it's, it, you know what the problem is there? When those people talk, there is so much hypocrisy that flows out. It's it's like a shark. It is. It's it like, is very. You, 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 it, right? It's hard to keep up with the flow. You can't. Yeah. You yeah, can't really put a is. plug in the shark. <laughs> Yeah, it's it is it's bad. But anyway, we do have to go to the break. Uh, I might have one or two more audio clips when we come back. It's been such an action-packed show tonight. I don't know. We got a couple of Mad Libs, um, uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep on trucking, have some fun. And yes, the audience has spoken. 
Everybody should know at this point what song I'm going to be playing on this break. (laughs) And if you don't, you haven't listened to the show much. We'll be right back with the final segment of the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is what you play if your boss is a jerk this is what you play when you on the way to work this is what you need when you come up shoulder or at the drive through when they fuck up your order this is what you play when you waiting in line what you play when people wasting your time this is what you need when someone breaks your heart and says me and you we need some time apart this is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder this is what you play when the police pull you over this is what you need when you just can't stand it every time you do right they take you for granted this is what you play when we in a recession this is what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck this is something for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Trump, fuck 
You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And, of course, thank you, Los Angeles uh, for Jody Hamilton and Washington, D.C. once again for Tim Carmel tonight on that magnificent uh, second segment we had tonight. The Celebrity Edition rematch of What the Hell's That Sound? Uh, and of course, welcome back our Victor rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. I am not a Victor. I just got lucky. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, lucky. lucky. Yeah. So, <laughs> and of course, uh, Joe Santorza, who's also a Victor in his own right for pointing out a very important thing about that last, uh, bullshit Trump cultist uh, teabagger, fake Christian, no good nick uh in the last uh, segment uh yeah thank you joe for pointing that out and of course joe sands horses scranton pennsylvania welcome back you played the appropriate song that's all i have to say i i, I certainly did uh, people were clamoring. right on the head yeah people were clamoring for it in the chat room and i was feeling it in my heart <laughs> so yeah uh it was definitely the right way to go so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna do this we're gonna play a, a couple other quick audio clips all right and uh before we get to mad libs and we won't have a ton of time to expound on how we feel about these but it will illustrate how clueless out of touch and downright dishonest uh the the trump cult is and uh dude you know well well actually not even trump cult uh, related but uh rick santorum everyone Oh, oh. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Can I just say he's an asshole? Um, yeah, you can say that many, many times. But, you know, it's been a while since I played it, so let's listen to this. Rick Rick All the world is waiting for you. 
<laughs> Thanks, Tim. So, uh, <laughs> Rick Santorum. Oh, yeah. Going back. That laugh is creeping me out. <laughs> so. <laughs> I right. hung out with Tim on Saturday, and I hang out with him a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Rick Santorum had this to say. He, he basically belittled the March for Our Lives kids uh, and anybody else who supported them, uh, but but mostly the kids who were still in uh, high school, middle school, elementary school, what have you. Is this a political effort? Is this a political movement? <clears throat> Very well, maybe, and that's fine. I mean, if if the organizers, the people Thanks. who certainly supported it. Uh, the Hollywood elites and the and the liberal billionaires who who funded this. It's all, Fuck you. all about politics. Is this really all about politics or is it all about keeping our schools safe? Because it is about keeping our schools safe. Then we have to have much broader discussion than the discussion that's going on right now. How about kids, instead of looking to someone else to solve their problem, do something about maybe taking CPR classes or trying to deal with, with situations that where there is a violent shooter that the, you can How are they looking at other people? To to, I, I would ask you, they took action. Yeah, they took action to ask someone to pass a law. They didn't take action to say, how do that's I... That's what voters do. Deal with this oh. problem. How am I going to do something about stopping bullying within my own community? What am I going to do to actually help respond to a shooter? What am I going to do? Those are the kinds of things where you can take it internally and say, here's how I'm going to deal with this. Here's how I'm going to help the situation instead of going and protesting and saying, oh, someone else needs to pass a law to protect me. Yeah, they are asking somebody who is in power, like you used to be Senator Santorum. They are asking people Mm -hmm. to help pass legislation because, hell, they can't run for office, but they sure as can uh, help. That's exactly what they're doing. They can vote. (laughs) I mean, you know, why are you asking other people for help? Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And learn CPR. Fuck you, Santorum. You yeah. sanctimonious, <laughs> creepy ass prick. Can go cuddle your go cuddle your dead baby. Rest of it. If you paid one fucking ounce of attention to what happened on Saturday, every one of those kids, kids, young adults, I don't even care. They're basically saying change the fucking laws yeah when you turn around to listen to what stupid santorum said well those kids instead of why were they protesting why were they out there they're asking us to pass laws to protect children what the hell do they think we do here they should pass their own little laws in their clubhouses and tree houses right. and you know I mean, what the right. fuck and, and learn cpr yeah. Which doesn't work, by and the way, as, when about four bullets went through the guy's heart already. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, what David Hogg said. David David Hogg pointed out to Santorum, look, you know, CPR isn't going to work on somebody who's been, you know, turned into ground beef with a fucking AR-15. Yes. Right. Yes. Learn you know? CPR. Oh, excuse me. We came to, where was it? Washington. Where, well, what goes on there? Oh, our government. 
Yeah. And oh, geez, we asked, we we were outrageously asking them to oh fucking do their jobs. Oh, here, scooter cans, scooter cans. Great comment here. Kids should become trauma surgeons. Start training them in second grade. I mean, it really. Yeah. And and here's another thing. I learned CPR when I was 16. I guarantee yes. you, half those kids from Parkland in any other high school out there probably have taken a cpr class because guess what i got extra credit for it and i did you know and it helped me out with a class so i'll tell you what yeah. there are probably kids who are doing that with a with with school or their church group or their community group whatever they're already doing that santorum you piece of garbage yeah one has nothing to do with the other yeah you know, right. learning CPR, being being a good citizen, knowing uh, how to do things like that in, in case of emergency, know, know how to highlight maneuver, that's all great. But it doesn't help if an AR-15 comes into your hallway and empties itself into your head. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, like, like and, and we're asking you to do your goddamn jobs. You know, that's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh, don't ask us to solve your problems for you. That's what you got elected to do, you dumb dipshit. And maybe that's why you're no longer in office right now, Santorum. Because he's a dumb dipshit. Yeah. I've been using the term dipshit a lot myself, Rain. It's a good Uh, phrase. It's a good phrase. I love dipshit. It is. But yeah, so Santorum. Nitwit. Nitwit is good, but yeah, Santorum. Wrong, you dumb bunny! Try it again! Yeah, you piece of garbage. I mean, I the, the biggest part that pissed me off is when he said, maybe you kids should, should learn CPR, and I just, I can't, I, I know we've just mentioned it, but it's just like, God damn it! CPR is not going to prevent a mass shooting. Not at all. Not at all. Well, he was like, oh, see what you can do to prevent bullying in school. Oh, I'll tell you what. Why don't we see what Melania Trump can do to prevent online bullying? How about that? That was that was my biggest point. I think she's about to do something about that. Yeah, like uh, something kind of like nothing. Or maybe just divorce her husband. Like like, uh, dump him. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Dump, Trump. Dump, Trump. Dump Trump. Dump Trump. Dump <laughs> Trump. That's <Yeah>. her motto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, I, as much as I would like to, I'm not going to get to. I'm not going to be able to get to the Raj Shah or um, uh, Wednesday Adams, aka Sarah Hickabilly Slanders uh, audio. Uh, but just in case anybody missed the press uh, briefing today. Uh, Sarah Hickabilly Sanders was rocking the Wednesday Adams look, little black dress with a white collar. She, um, she was cosplaying. Yeah, it was kind of cosplay. <laughs> it was, uh, and, uh, she should have, like, you know, had a little voodoo doll there while she was, you know, mm-hmm. doing the press briefing, but she didn't. So, all right, let's go ahead. We're going to have to get to Mad Libs right now, try and smooth the waters here. Smooth the Santorum. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, really? Really? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, we got oh, to clean up in here. All right. 
There we go. Things are clean. We're going to go ahead and uh, get to Mad Libs right now. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. Yes, Kat says, don't insult Wednesday Adams like that. I know, but she, you know, she was wearing the dress that looked like Wednesday Adams. How did, wait, I I know, I said Wednesday Adams has more morals and integrity. Yeah, you're right. Like I said, it's cosplay. I mean, you don't necessarily have to share the core tenets with the people you're, yeah. uh, you know, dressing yeah, up as. I mean, Donald Trump dresses up like a piece of shit all the time. Sarah Sanders ever did. Yeah, I mean, uh, Donald Trump dresses up like a piece of shit all the time, and I can tell you that a piece of shit is a lot more redeeming than Donald Trump. So, uh, all right, here we go. Joe, I need a verb ending in ing, please. Whacking. Okay, with a W. Whacking. Uh, Whacking. <laughs> rain, a part of the body. Part of the body, Did you rain. Hear me? Uh, no, penis. I didn't. Oh, it's already been used. Um, penis, but, penis, penis. Oh, God yeah. damn it. Don't say penis in this house. That was the first noun that got used tonight. So. All right, so another part of the body. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really dirty. Um, <laughs> say it. Just say it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Clitoris. 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 All right. Uh, and Joe, I need an adverb. Lovingly. <laughs> that actually <laughs> Lovingly. All right. Uh, here we go. Um... Mm, okay, yeah, rain, another part of the body. Oh, God. Um. Underarm. Underarm. Okay. Not armpit, but underarm, you prefer. Yeah, let's go with armpit. That's fine. Okay. Okay. So, oh, you know, okay, it's regional. Remember? Underarm, armpit. armpit. Yeah, regional. Regional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, I need the name of uh, a male uh, conservative, uh, please. Vladimir Putin. Oh, there you go. Rain, the same for you. Another. Conservative? Uh, another male conservative. Oh, Sean Hannity. All right, there we go. She- scene Hannity. Uh, <laughs> uh, and oh, oh, okay. Last one, Joe. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Joe, an adjective. Uh, properly. Uh, I think it would be proper. Okay, proper. Uh, rain a verb ending in ing. Oh. Plotting. Plotting. And uh, Joe, a plural noun? Uh, agents. Agents. All right. And Rain, you get the last one. A number. 
two. All right, here we go. We have three Mad Libs from, uh, what is this? This is the big fat tome of Mad Libs. This is uh, 50 years of Mad Libs. This this thing's almost oh, filled. Wow. Almost filled. Oh, shit. There's one more adjective. Who? Oh, okay, for, give me an adjective. Somebody give me an adjective. First per, first one uh, that says one. Descriptor? Yeah. S stinky. That's already been used. Smelly. All right. There we go. All right. So here we go. Uh, the first one is a spooky, scary, slimy story from 50 years of Mad Libs. Uh, it was a dark and dull night. The wind was whacking through the trees, and off in the distance, wolves were howling at the butthole. <laughs> uh, Trump was there. Yes, I wanted to get home as fast as my supermodels could carry me. <laughs> oh, oh. I think That's Trump a had a he. I think he had a supermodel drawn chariot at one point. Uh, so okay. That, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. My clitoris was pounding and my breath was coming in whiny gasps. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Suddenly, I felt the sanctimonious hand of a schlong touch my neck. Help, <laughs> help, help. Oh, my God. Compared to the pounding clitoris. Oh, my God. And I screamed lovingly. Oh, 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 oh. The no. the monster lifted me off the middle finger and threw me onto the smelly ground. Then, with with his false hands, he tried to teabag the chocolate cake out of me. <laughs> oh, he tried to teabag the chocolate cake out of me. I think I know what Tim's doing right now. So. <laughs> Uh, we need Tim's laugh on on speed dial for the. Uh, I think this was the filthiest Mad Libs we've ever done. Oh, there's it's a couple there. more. There's a couple more yet to go. So uh, well, we're not done with it. Oh yeah, yeah. And this one, I still got a couple, a uh, couple things um, here. So, okay. So uh, uh, the monster lifted me off the middle finger and threw me onto the smelly ground. Then, with his false hands, he tried to teabag the chocolate cake out of me. I screamed so loud, loudly, I woke up every cheese in the forest. My scream awakened me too. I was having a hostile nightmare. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. So, <laughs> all right. I apologize in advance that our dog Roy was wagging his ears. Oh yeah. At the finale of that Mad Libs. Oh, good boy. Good boy. Good Who's boy. Good boy. So, uh, all right. Speaking of good boys, good puppy dogs, a case of puppy love is our next Mad Lib that we have tonight. All right. So uh, this is a telephone monologue to be read by a scab in pajamas. <laughs> Hi, Vladimir Putin. It's me, Sean Hannity. I hope I didn't wake you from a proper sleep. Sure, I, I know what rocket it is. I have a, f a digital flat earth right by my bed. 
It's 2 a.m. But when I sleep over at your house, this is always the time you get up and go to the screwdriver. (laughs) (laughs) I can't go to sleep. I haven't even, I haven't even been asleep. I haven't closed my boots even once. Okay. Uh, Every time my rib hits the soda, I start tossing and plotting. No matter the time, I just have putrid news, and I have to tell someone. My mom changed her boob and said I can have a puppy, provided I (laughs) feed it and lime break it. I want you to go with me to the shelter and pick out a gerbil. I don't care what breed. It can be a cocker booklet or a smelly retriever or even a German cream. I'll see you first thing in the morning. Go back to sleep. Try counting agents. (laughs) (laughs) Tell that to Manafort. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) When you go to sleep, you'll be counting agents. (laughs) Bedazzle them. Uh, (laughs) uh, All right, so here we go. This is uh, the the last Mad Lib. Uh, This is uh, an advertisement. All right. Look at yourself in the penis. See? Just right there. Don't say penis in this house! Look at yourself in the penis. What does your sordid face tell you? Right, it's time to treat your tired tiara to an ocean-shitting cruise. So do it! Sail in style on a cheap luxury nuclear bomb. (laughs) Whether it's the quaint spaciousness of our... Uh, staterooms on the flat or the flaccid elegance of our salons. Everything is fit for a pineapple. Oh, yeah. Our ships are skippered by nor our ships are skippered by Norwegian credit cards whose ancestors dating back to the ninth <laughs> to the ninth bug screen TV were seafaring fortune magazines. <laughs> Europe's. Europe's I don't. What? Yeah, I, I, I know. I'm lost too. Europe's <laughs> most, Europe's most honest chefs prepare your culinary Cheetos. Our pastry chefs <laughs> create hairy desserts that melt in your <laughs> payment. What? Our dashing waiters are at your clock before you can even raise an armpit. Don't delay. Plan to sail today. Now look in the mirror. How about that smiling garter belt? I don't know. I'm not sure I'm going to go on that cruise. Nope, nope, nope. I don't have facts to back this up, but... Not going on that cruise. I'm not going. I don't have facts to back this up. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Yeah, I was. It was pretty stupid. There was some. Uh, the first Mad Lib, I think, was the big uh, soaring success. But mm-hmm. yeah, Scooter Cans does say plotting in bed is a no-no. You you are correct. You are correct. I'll give you an amen for that. Definitely. Amen. 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 I agree. I did not plot the bed. It's a victory. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> the hookers did it. 
yeah, I yeah. Plots. The Russian hookers did it for me. <laughs> That's uh, <right>. So, <laughs> thanks. You're a real uh, uh, helper. Um, so, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, <laughs> kind of a hamburger. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, they, a fun show tonight. Fun show. I mean, again, it, it's really hard to balance how much news we can talk about in a show and still have this kind of fun and do what the hell's that sound and all that. But I think we did it. I think we did a good job. I'm proud. It was a good balancing act. Yeah, it was. It was. The Walindas wouldn't do it as well. No, I don't think they would. So, no. all right, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, re- uh, Joe, do you have a parting shot for us? I got a couple. Excellent. Number one, uh, if you didn't have any reason to get out to vote in November, which <laughs> the the reasons are piling up. God damn it. Uh, yeah, this they question are. they put on the uh, 2020 census about asking if you're here legally uh, should be one of them. Yeah, uh, because we can get that right off that bat after off that questionnaire if we controlled Congress, couldn't we? Yes, add that to your incentive for November. Yeah, if one. you needed one more reason, <laughs> add yeah, that I mean, to to your duffel bag of reasons. <laughs> that's right. Put stuff that in your duffel bag and and. Look label it up it. in November when you go. Yeah, label it so it doesn't get mixed up with all the other reasons. So Yeah, it's it's yeah. an important question because if it's asked and people are afraid to answer it, they're undercounted. And that means that blue states are going to lose tons of money, congressional representation, mm-hmm. and everything else that goes along with population and budgeting. So keep it in mind. Right-wing dirty tricks, folks. That's right. It's voter suppression is what it is in the most insidious way. And number two, uh, uh, Mr. Avenetti uh, tonight says that the number of women who have come to him with similar stories to Stormy Daniels has now grown to eight. Wow. And nobody, yep. nobody's really shocked or surprised, really. I, I just like the idea that I can say "Wow" at eight. And he also That's said good. that the evidence is going to be very embarrassing. Ooh! So the evidence is mounting. i'm sorry i'm so sorry for that (laughs) Uh, please please baby jesus don't let us see evidence of trump mounting anything just no 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 no, stop yeah end it now Uh, Uh, every buzz sound you have yeah that was alarms yeah you know so yeah Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Box of dildos. Yeah. No, 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 not that. Not that. So, anyway, anything else, Joe? Oh, yeah. And, of course, uh, coming up uh, in a few short minutes here, uh, the Tim Coromel Show with uh, yet another epic clown car, uh, you know, 10, 15 uh, p.m. Eastern every Tuesday, uh, the Tim Coromel Show. You want to give a mention of what the people are going to expect from the show tonight? 
they can expect to hear about a new uh, online uh, legal service, Legal Sleaze, for oh. those people who <laughs> reputable firms won't touch you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, yes, I hear I Trump's... Go over, I'm going to go over some of the uh, services, LegalSlees.com uh, offers uh, Perfect. sexual Perfect. presidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. All right. Well, Rain, you know, speaking of which, uh, I hear Trump has been uh, having a hard time finding representation, but I think he could probably hire the law firm of Diamond and Silk uh, at some point. <laughs> you know, I don't have much to add, but if you go on to Craigslist. Yeah, they are looking for they're looking for people to. Work Represent for Trump. <laughs> Yes. So Is I, that I got nothing. I'm that's done. how. But all right. Well, Rain. Uh, again, thank you so much for. And I know you're right there, but thank you so much for going to the uh, March for Our Lives rally in D.C. and hanging out with Tim and the Stephanie Miller gang. And uh, that that's awesome. Uh, so uh, I, I'm really proud of you. And that it really warmed my heart to see that video that you and Tim did on Facebook. And uh, I'm proud of you, sister. I love you. We're both proud of you, sis. Yes. Well, thanks. Yeah, we love you right back. Love you I right really back. I really did love hanging out with Tim. And that video was just... It was just impromptu. And you could tell it, it was so great because it felt like I was watching a little snippet of our show and Tim's show. You know? Yes. So it, it it felt good. It felt good to see that. And then, of course, and you're like, oh, and hey, look, here's what was her name? Pat? Pat. Yeah, Pat. Pat from Maryland. Yeah, so Maryland. <laughs> I loved her. It was good. I did. I love when she's like, I'm Pat. I'm from Maryland. It was so fun. It awesome. was like, you were like, oh, here's our guest. So, and she's welcome on any of our shows. Uh, so, um, but all right. So, Rain, uh, thank you so much once again for. Uh, uh, well, congratulations for winning the rematch uh, tonight. And, uh, <laughs> and oh, I don't like that sinister laugh. Oh, say no, well but, here. I'll oh, I'll, I'll warm your heart <laughs> with a slightly less sinister laugh here right now. <laughs> there you go. Me too. Every time. There's a reason why I grabbed that because it, oh, it's yeah. funny. It, Tim has the best laugh. He really does. Oh, so, he does. He makes he makes the clown car so easy. I know. <laughs> I know. He's so good. So oh, he is because I did the clown car once, and I and I know that laugh is infectious and magical. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, that's all I got for uh, everybody tonight. Join us on uh, Friday. Uh, we're going to keep talking about the same kind of stuff and having more fun, as much fun as we possibly can. And you're not going to want to miss Mike Check Radio this Saturday. I'll be subbing for Adam. Uh, and we're going to have a special Easter-themed show uh, on Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to say... And we got a question for everybody next Saturday on Mike Check Radio. What is the essential Easter basket item that you that every kid should have? What is it? We want to know. We'll have open phones. We'll talk about that and a lot of other stuff uh, on Mike Check Radio on Saturday. Turn up the night this Friday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. Maybe we'll uh, you know do a little bit Good Friday stuff. I'll smear some dirt on my forehead. So. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. 
<laughs> I know that's a sore spot for you. Uh, uh, but <laughs> anyway. All right. We're going to wrap it up uh, and check out all the other fine programs here on Indie Media Weekly. Stick around for the Tim Cormel Show coming right up. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. That's it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>